This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's opening week. How about that? It's fantastic. You love it. You got it. You, you know, what what more could you want than this? We'll give a, you know, less of a soliloquy than the reps do. Talk about uh, some extensions. We'll talk about some, uh, you know, upheaval. We'll talk about all the other fun stuff. And maybe Lyle's back. We'll have to see. It's Face Off Hockey Show. And it's right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Drinking a Sprite. Welcome. I feel to like that intro is old enough to drive now. Probably. Probably. That's when Sean was still a regular on the show. So, there's that. Scotty Waz here, Johnny P there. Space Off Hockey Show. Uh, maybe Mark's back. Maybe Lyle's back. Who the fuck knows? Not us. That's for damn sure. No, we just run a show. Yeah, we just show up Wednesdays, and then whoever t- tumbles in, we figure out what we do with them. Fine. Uh, Johnny, what'd you do this week, buddy? You got out to do some things. Oh, I did do some things. I, uh... Do a vineyard? What did I do? Yeah, I took, uh... I took some pictures um this weekend for a friend friend family i take their uh family portraits every year pretty much for their like christmas cards and such um but hilarious moment uh the five-year-old at some point during the day uh looks at me and uh we were i don't know i don't even know what we were talking about we were like drawing something and he looks at me and uh effectively long story short he told me that uh, my teeth were yellow and then I'm fat. Um, in like a conse- like consecutive right. like sentences, right? So my friend, my friend uh, turns, we're in the car, turns to him and he's like, he's like, that is, that's not a good decision. Like that, <laughs> that is not nice and that's not a good decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I look at him and I go, you know, I can still take you, right? <laughs> and the five year old. Leans in and whispers, bring it on. Jesus Christ. So it's like, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I'm trying not to laugh because like, it was like a teaching moment, right? Like, I mean, you can't be that. You can't be saying stuff like that. (laughs) But I was like, that is hilarious. Nice work, dude. Way to go all in on that one. he's, He's committed to the bit. He's not backing down. Yeah. 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 All in. Um, and then this weekend I have hockey again. Finally, (laughs) finally. And in the middle of two hockey games on a Friday and Saturday night, we're going to drive to Philly and be part of the uh, premier league fan fest in Philadelphia. Hey, um, so I mean, I should be fine not sleeping for two days. 
Yeah, right? Who needs it? You sleep enough, let's be honest. That's true. <laughs> I'm picking up I'm picking up time for the weekend. You need you need to uh you need to go ahead and like store that like sleep is reserve. I wish, right? Like <laughs> if if you get the if you if you put me down like on the apron, like sleep reserve comes into the uh, fuel cell <laughs> and I'm like good to go. I just like pop back up. Amazing. And, by the way, the Robo, what a shit show that was. Boy, like, terrible. My God. <laughs> awful. And I watched the Xfinity race uh, first, and I was like, wow, no one wants to win. Like, <laughs> this is this is just, uh, like, just carnage. One car didn't even have an entire back quarter panel. Like, it was just, it was like, just frame. It was frame <laughs> and back deck riding around on this car. Wonderful. Got a little bit. Beautiful weekend. I love the Roval. It's the best, <laughs> best course they have. Um, yeah. So hockey this weekend. Hockey next weekend. Hockey the weekend after that with a Sunday afternoon thrown in. Weird. It's a weird one. Um, so uh, after not <laughs> going to hockey games for what? I think you said it was like six weeks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I have... Seven games in three weeks. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome, though. So, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, including some it. travel thrown in there. Including some travel, yeah. I got my uh, Black Bears fifth anniversary silicon pint glass as well. Yeah. I'm rocking tonight. Nice. So, yeah. Excited. Lots of moves today the defending the den was fantastic took care of all of it thanks buddy after flu shot and after a procedure doing doing just fine i listen every i listen every week appreciate it man i it's it's actually decently funny that i listen after some games that i've been to <laughs> right what's funny a lot of the times i try to i record on a sunday because that's usually my free day um and i'll record on a sunday because it's fresh in my head yeah, yeah. I'm not going back over notes or anything like that. It's like as much I can actually be in the moment. Like this one that I had a Tuesday because of what we'll talk about here in a second. Because you're painting the walls. Brother. Brother. All right. So <laughs> if you have nothing else, if you. I, oh, I, no, 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 no. I, like, I'm good. Or, I'm great. Yeah, yeah. Clear liquids, I see. I had, I had, uh, I had, I had, well, this is just after effects. It's like only what I only have in the house anymore. Um, had hockey this weekend, Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday was the main event, let's be honest here. Ding, so uh, I was given the write-up to go get a colonoscopy. There was some concern. Uh, spoiler alert, all clear. Don't got to go back for 10 years. That's good. Big plus. Um, prior to that, though. Just like Switzerland's the, flag. Exactly. Uh, the, the, the prep for this has uh, was fantastic. By fantastic, I mean, God, if I ha they have to find, a, in the next 10 years, figure out a better way to do this. So if you've never, if you've never had one before, folks, I'll try to make this as not as vile as possible. They give you like a windshield wiper or win a windshield washer size bottle. It's a, it's a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's decently disgusting how big that is when you like show up to get pick it up. I picked, I picked it up and I'm just like, You've got to be shitting me on this one. And they're like, no, you're going to be the one shitting you. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, huh? Uh, yeah. 
So pick it up. I just I've been I was staring at it for like a week. And then you have to go through, you got to mix it up, put warm water in, get that go lightly solution going, put the flavor packet in, put the cold water in, shake it up again. And I let it chill for a bit in the refrigerator. Yeah, you always have to let that chill. That's what I've heard. I mean, like for days, yeah, if you can. <laughs> if you can. Um, I let it chill for a couple hours, and then I start drinking it. I uh, had to call Jen to get the hype up because I'm just like, oh, what is this? And you drink it, and it's like thick water. It's like thick water. It tastes very off. So is the issue the taste or the texture? Texture. I'm a, I'm a texture person. Like I can't. Like I have issues with like cream cheese in sushi because sure. I'm like I'm not expecting there to be something in there that is that texture. Like I o- want it to not be that texture. Often, Please. often I'm a texture person. I'm with you on that one. I think I shook it up enough. There wasn't that much texture to it, so I could That's just. Good. I had I had my Natty Bow half pint glass and I just slammed it back and then down. Wait another ten minutes. Slammed it back. Do that repeatedly for eight times. <laughs> so I had Jen on the phone the entire time just talking because I'm like I don't know when I'm gonna be back out again. Um, so this might be the only time we talk tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> in case I never see you again. <laughs> exactly. In case I never see you again. Give my regards. Um. So after the eighth one, like literally after the eighth one, hang up with Jen. Like, you know, what? I'm going to camp out in the bathroom. I decked out the bathroom, had some Gatorades ready to go, had my switch ready to go, um, charged up everything. Smart. That's very smart. You set it all up well. Oh, yeah. No, I was ahead of time because I didn't know what this was going to do. You got your bidet. Had the bidet rolling hard. Crucial. Nice. Crucial. Perfect. Um, and then I just sat there for two hours and just let it all flow. But I will say this. Was it after midnight? No, I was not letting it all hang out. Oh, uh, no, this was like 6.10. Because I started at 5 o'clock and I finished everything by 6.10. So by 6.15, we'll say. I do appreciate that we've been doing a show long enough that I just say that and you know where we're going. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so 6.15 comes around and, and then it's basically like a trip to Hardee's from me. The first, the first gut. And then everything else is just, it's clean. Like, it's just... It's a, yeah. it's more annoying than it is painful. That's good. Like the prep itself was probably the easy was, was not as bad as people made it out to be. Yeah, but yeah, you, you have to go into it with a mindset, right? Like you you cut off food, you start drinking clear liquids earlier than you're supposed to. Uh-huh. And you do it that way. You got to be be proactive. So, cleaned her all out. Uh then Monday you have to take so you drink half of the windshield washer fluid bottle and then you drink the other half of that go lightly stuff in the morning. My call time was 8.30, so I had to get up at 4 to start drinking that shit. Oh. So I drank it from 4 and then capped up. So I guess I did my math wrong, and I had somehow had 9, or I filled it too much. I had 9 glasses the second day, so I had an extra boost. That's fine. (laughs) And then that all done. I need a bidet at this point. Right, yeah. Just because. I might order one on Amazon right now. Do it, brother. Get the one with the seat. Um, gonna have to ask you which one you have the the deluxe version. Send so you, you a use link. Use it when you when you come come down to the house next time. Send you. I by the way, I the sidebar. I did a like a, a Kickstarter. Okay. For like a portable bidet. Mark sent us that like seven years oh, ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Still hasn't shown up yet. Um, they have not started shipping them out. I. That's why Kickstarter was such a shit show for me. Yeah. But sorry, I mean, go ahead. 
Well, you know, hey, what can you do? <laughs> so my lovely supervisor, because I told her I was going to lift over the uh, or take a taxi over there. And she's like, no, I'll drive you. So she uh, drove me to, to the meeting. She was my contact to get called uh, to, to drive me back. Go in there, 830, get in the bed, do all the things. They tag you all up, you're ready to go. Wheel in there, anesthesia. And I, it, weird thing is, is those rooms that I'm in, I set those rooms up. Like I yeah, do. Right. So yeah, yeah. I know all the people in there. I know all the procedure cards. I know exactly what they're doing. So Plus you walk in and you can see every piece of every item that's stocked in the room already. Exactly. But, and I know what's there and I know what's not. And luckily everything was there when I needed it. <laughs> so they start. I had a, the doctor didn't put a consent form before we wheeled me back. So we had to wait to him to put in a consent form and then I signed it. And then the anesthesia guy is like, yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to put this thing in your nose and roll you over, and then we'll start the drugs after that. And then I was laying there, and just like, hey, man, you need me to just, like, tuck this shoulder in a little more? He's like, whatever makes you comfortable. And that's the last thing I remember until I woke up. <laughs> Isn't it great how fast oh, anesthesia works? It's great. It's wonderful. And, and then I woke up. They gave me a piece of toast. It was the greatest piece of toast ever. Had some two cans of orange juice. Almost did a stone cold and drank them, but I thought better of it. Um... And yeah, uh, and and the funny part is, or the best part about it is, in in the after notes they give you the time it took. Oh, um, okay. So they're like, yeah, it took three minutes to go in, eight minutes to go out. You're clear. You're you know, you got some stuff here and here. Don't have to worry about it too much. Just eat more fiber, stupid. And that was it. So they're like, prognosis, ten year recheck. I'm like, all right, perfect, done, done and dusted. But is it okay? So that's what sucks about. A procedure like this is that you know that something could be bad mm -hmm. right you know something could be really wrong and you go into it and you're like all right i'm gonna follow all the rules i'm gonna do all this stuff i'm gonna drink this bullshit for for 12 plus hours and i'm gonna be clean and they're like all right 10 minutes thanks for your yep. uh thanks for your time good luck with things yeah they're like yeah it'll take about 15 30 minutes whatever <laughs> It, hell. I got I got in and out under three hours the entire day. <laughs> so um God. Anesthesia does weird shit to me. Like really? Like I wake up like huh? like real, real out of it all the time. Especially when they did my nose. <laughs> oh, I bet. It, it took me like six hours. I remember um I re remember <laughs> in quotation marks. I had an entire hour conversation with Laura on instant messenger six hours after I had already woken up from anesthesia and don't remember any of it. Wow. Impressive. So, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, anesthesia didn't really touch me. I, after I woke up, I remember everything. I remember who I talked to, how I did, how I got out there. So I'm, yeah, I guess no it's you that does that, but I slept, I took a nap for a couple hours. Actually, I ate, I ate some Mac and cheese just to get something in my, like more in my stomach. Yeah. Then nap, nap for a couple hours, woke up, recorded Chesapeake Hockey Week. But do uh, you feel like nauseous at all afterwards, or you're just like, okay, I, was, I can eat again and like be good to go? I was super tired. <laughs> so that was it. Like, luckily, I didn't have too much. I've only had anesthesia twice now in my life. This and then my wisdom teeth. Yeah, yeah. So, but so that was fun. Did that, and I was I was pissed. I'm pissed because I did. They didn't find anything. Which should be a great thing. I mean. But it's like, well, what the fuck's my problem then? 
but no, so like that's part of the conversation that we we're just having, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you do all of this stuff, and you are getting this checkup to have them find something, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to catch something early, because now if they're like, okay, well. Don't come back for 10 more years. What happens if something pops up in the next year and a half and it's been festering for eight years by the time you go in and and check it out again? You know, like you kind of want them to find something that they can be like, all right, let's get rid of that. And you're good to go forever. Right. You know, I I am 100 percent on board with you on that thought. Yeah. They do virtual colonoscopies now where you swallow a pill and they just track it that way. So that's probably buku bucks because you're just swallowing. Well, uh, Jeff. <laughs> so, uh, so when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, during wrestling season, actually, uh, they thought that I had broken my hip. Jesus. Um, because I had so much pain around my hips. Um, effectively, long story short, it's nothing more than like inflammation, and I'm effectively going to need a new hip by the time I'm like 50, probably. All right. Maybe 60. I'm already 45. 44. <laughs> um, but like, but they gave me this, uh, this like shot glass stuff to drink. And I was mm. like, all right. And I drank it. And they gave me like a water bottle and I drank that. And then they sat me on top of this light and they could like literally see blood like travel through my body. And wow. I was like, huh, that is disgusting. Actually, <laughs> can you flip that one off? But they were like checking to see because they could like actually follow the dye around your body to see if you had fractured like bones and stuff. It's like, huh, that is very interesting what you can do with just random stuff in medicine. Modern science, baby. But yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, was it was the uh, was the camera hooked up to like an iPhone or did they actually have like a uh, like they, had a, they had strike striker instruments had, or striker endoscopy machine. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That way, um, I've but seen they, the ones that hook right up to like an iPad and they're yeah. like watching it on like an iPad. And I'm like, I feel like they, that should be better. They did send me a picture, and it may or may not be the background for my Christmas card this year. Sweet, can't wait so, to get that. Yeah, just FYI for you folks. Um, if you get my that's Christmas. fine. Make sure you're on the list. So that was our men's health portion. Of the uh, of the show, yeah, Hope enjoyed that. Good, good, good. Men's health. Good I got time. a. Uh, the only thing that I did was I I bought a back brace off of uh, Amazon this week because I've figured out that I've been standing a lot since I'm working from my kitchen mm-hmm. and I'm like hunching over to like type and stuff. So I got one of those like braces that like pull your shoulders back and like hold you up. Sure. Enough. So nice. that was my that was my men's health. For the nice. week. Good work. Yeah. Um here to help out. Here to help. Johnny's a helper, everybody. Um all right, let's get and to getting stuff. a bidet also so that can be taken care of before you well, show obviously. up next time. Sure, sure, sure. Um, maybe I'll get one that warms it up on the way. See, here's the thing is you have to have a plug in for that, right? I, mean, uh, I got a plug that's close. Right. So me I do not, so I did not get that. <laughs> Plus, everyone's just like, uh, um. Oh, the problem would be though that I gotta set it through the, uh, I gotta get it through the vanity somehow. 
right? And that's the thing. Like they're like, hey, you get this one with a fan. I'm like, I don't want to poop, and then the fan, the poop throws back at me in the fan. Yeah, that's messed up. That's not great. That's not great. All right. I do like the horizontal bidet though that you were talking about. That, like, yeah, yeah, no, the horizontal perfect because it's down and then up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm looking forward to now. <laughs> All right, let's get to some injury news. Was, this is such a great segue from right? colonoscopy to injury news. As always, as it was. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black. And bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show injury reports. Not much to, to, to talk about. Really just Terry Price detailing his slow recovery. Apparently his knee's still not doing great. Um, says he's not sure if he's ever going to play again, which I think we all kind of. So he says he's still not walking up uh, sets of stairs pain-free. Oh. So that's no bueno for Mr. Price. Where does he stand for you in terms of goaltenders in, in his era from post-lockout, post-lockout era, post-season canceling era? Um, I, he's probably top five. That makes sense. Um, I mean, I probably have Flurry, Lundqvist, Vasilevsky ahead of him. Okay, that like makes. He might be four, four or five. I, I mean, I don't know of another guy. Maybe a Pekka Rene. Sure. It's in there, but I don't know if he had the same impact that Carey Price did. So, like, I would say uh, Pekka Rene and Carey Price are probably like a four, four five flip for me. Mm-hmm. But that's probably around my top five list of goaltenders. That's in, a good list. in that era. It's a good list. Appreciate that list. Uh, I say he's around five. Yeah, top five in his era. I mean, look at the teams he played on. They're terrible. So. True. Um, by the way, one of the uh, one of the options he has is something called Osteocruntral Autograph Transfer, or OAT, which is basically Tommy John surgery for your knee. Huh, interesting. Uh, success rate is 75% or lower Ooh. with success as living a normal life, uh, rather than, pres- uh, resuming professional athletic career. Oh, right, right. So success is being able to walk up steps. Exactly. So does, uh, does Carey Price get a bump for the international hockey though? I think so. I think, I mean, ever uh, all the Canadian fans are going to, or Canadian writers, AKA fans are going to, uh, vote for him just on his olympic prowess alone um so i get that i mean i can understand that but him and the other the other ones have good good, uh international experience too though so yeah so i think it's kind of almost a push for that but canadians of course since they're the ones voting most often are the ones that are going to give them the bump yeah so bring up let me bring up our patreon johnny because we got a patreon don't know if you know that I do, actually. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. It won't uh, be paying for a bidet. It will not. Maybe. Who knows? No, if we use the show. No, no, we can't use that. It's not part of the show. Who's this? Maybe we do use it for a segment. Then it can write it up. Maybe, maybe we can contact bidet companies and get them to sponsor the show. Oh, that'd be wonderful if we could. 
if we could. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show, but day or otherwise. Um, and, you know, we you give us some money, we give you some stuff. A dollar gets you the video show. Five dollars, you get to pick a segment. Uh, you get some goodies there, audio, video, extra stuff. Um, yeah, good times had by all. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Uh, you could be like uh, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Money show. Back into it. Booyah. So... Much to Sean Leahy's chagrin, the NHL season opened up on Thursday in uh, in Europe. How was your draft, by the way? Uh, I forgot all about it because I was recording. Uh, so it went great. <laughs> you didn't draft from the toilet? I did not. Uh, not this year. Um, our draft went pretty well, I think. So for the Facebook Hockey Show Fantasy League. So, but anyway, uh, things uh, things went. Hap- went uh, went happening down in Chechia uh, and Prague, and uh, someone's someone is not happy about it one bit. Okay, that someone, Dominic Hasek. Oh no! So after the games were played, Dominic Hasek went out and tweeted: uh, During the weekend, two NHL games were played in Prague. The leadership of the NHL did not respect the position of our MFA. Um, that Russian players should not play until the current leaders of the NHL resign the new apo- uh, and the new apologize to our country. The NHL is no longer welcome the, in in uh, Chechia. He calls it Czech Republic. So, and then he uh, let's see what I have to translate this one now. Uh, oh, oh, he he didn't mention Gary Bettman or, or uh, Bill Daly by name in his English one, but in his uh, Czech one he did. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, um... Did Dominic Hasek actually think that was going to work? Uh, probably. Probably thought it would. Not going to. Sorry. I mean, and that brings, and that brings, I mean, we mentioned that like a couple weeks ago. It's like, yeah, are the Russian guys going to play? And then they got cleared to play. Somehow the NHL cleared them to play. Which also begs this question. What's the NHL doing in Europe anyway? What was this? What are these games about? Um, because I don't know if they're reaching anybody because I'm not also certain that European people and fans of hockey necessarily enjoy the NHL unless one of their guys who grew up through their system is playing in the league. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, uh I can't even say that this is like to grow the game, right? Like you can't you can't say like you're trying to grow the great the game if you're doing this in Europe. Um you're having exhibitions against well-established teams. But it, right. But um interesting parlay uh, cuz I saw something show up on Twitter about the NFL thinking about expanding to Europe. And do you think that that is where the NHL is going with some of these European games where they are actually thinking about like, hey, we can't expand anymore in the U.S. and Canada, Mm -hmm. but we still have spots in Europe if we wanted to put six or eight teams over there. My 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 thing to that, and I, I like the way you're thinking. Is it would almost be like an NHL NFL Europe situation, but for the NHL. 
true, but you would just play the two game sets like you like they did this time around, except for the fact that you wouldn't be sending two your U.S. teams to Europe. You would You're be sending, sending one. Well, I think I think <laughs> if you they send, play there for like three weeks. Yeah, you send a couple you send a couple teams over there. They do that loop there and then come back. Maybe. I mean, the Players Association would probably pitch a fit, but probably right. They always do. And I think it makes sense in football because you have an entire week in between games and you can play games over there. And if there's a team in London, for example, no one one cares. 80 flights a day. (laughs) Right. Um, But I I am almost to the point where, where I feel like the NHL games in Europe have something to do with that. And it's not so much anymore like, hey, we want to show you your local Europeans that are playing in the NHL because that's overblown and everybody can fucking watch them all the time. And mm. the Internet is a thing. Um, I just I have this weird feeling deep down that that's like the next step to evolution. If if that's where people go, if we're playing big deal or make a relax, I might be on the side of big deal here. Ooh, I'd be on the side of big deal here rather than rather than make a relax. Opening night pop dog. Mark with the C joins us. Welcome back from Disney, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I made it. I'm never going to financially recover from this. That's about right. You have all your Mickey Mickey bucks. Were you able to exchange that for real money again? <laughs> no, of course not. We're going to oh, buy more things we don't need online. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, it's, it's just fake money on a wristband. <laughs> to be fair, Mark, you're probably going to waste money on these things you don't need anyway. It's called having adult money. Yeah. <laughs> and Prime Day. Oh, okay. uh, is that today? I it was yesterday and today, I think. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Uh, I already had my bidet. Probably wasn't going to get any lower. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about uh, hockey in Europe, Mark. Do you th- yes. now, if we're playing big deal or make a relax? Uh, NHL starting an N- uh, a European division with expansion. No. So you're make or relax. Yeah, whatever that means. Yes, it's not. <laughs> uh, it, no, just no, just don't. Just don't. I don't like it. Why they keep <clears throat> European games? Well, okay, I get the outreach part. I get that, but making. Any teams travel f- for regular season, like, you know, starting the season, I get it. It's the beginning of the season. You can travel over there early. You can get acclimated. But building it into the schedule and needing to go back and forth that quickly, doesn't, it doesn't make you sense. You don't go back and forth. And what's the difference from flying from Baltimore or Washington to London versus flying from Washington to L.A.? And so only the East Coast teams can play the European teams? Well, so no, you're saying if the West Coast teams go over there, they just stay over there for like a month. You do a week. You do a month loot. You, you face all seven teams that are out there yeah. and you're good to go. OK, are, so logistically speaking, they're not going to fly back and forth within the same week. So the European teams need to when they come over to the States, they need to like be over here for, for two or three weeks. Then. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this doesn't. No, I hate it. West Coast <laughs> swings do it all the time. That's true. The the coyotes are in the midst of a seventeen game road trip. I'm sure. <laughs> well, you know, 
and they don't and even have their like, logo on the ice. Yeah, they don't even have any remnants of them on the ice. I don't like it. I don't care. You guys aren't going to convince me. I, I don't like it. Until we get supersonic travel where we can get from America to Europe in like two hours. Okay, but Mark, think about it. Right? All of a sudden, you're sitting down. You're working from home. The Caps game comes on. It's 2 p.m. You watch the Caps game while you're working from home. They play from 2 to 4, 2 to 5. I don't even know how long an actual hockey game lasts. Yeah, time is different in Europe. Right? I mean, it's amazing. It's all on, it's all on our time schedule now. But Mark. Yes. Mark. All right. It's a very selfish way to think, think of it, but yes. Think of this. Think of this. All right? We start in Oceania League. All right? Okay. okay? All right. I can watch tomorrow's games today. Exactly. Caps playing tomorrow, but it's today. Bet on the game in the past for the future. I get it. I think that's good. It's good. Great way to make Those money. Those are going to post until the next day anyway. Yeah. So I mean, you already got a leg up. You're Is watching this the like game. Uh, PW wrestling or whatever we used to read about the dark matches on SmackDown oh, ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, exactly. The spoilers. Yeah, the spoilers from from SmackDown. Who needs the fucking sports almanac from Back to the Future when you have Australian time? <laughs> yeah, and Sasky's back there now, so she can give us like. Yeah. A heads up. She can go to the game and then tell us what happens. She doesn't listen to this show anymore. <laughs> she's forgotten all about us. It's very true. But she's forgotten about a lot of people. Well, hey, you do that to yourself. Um, so Mark's Mark's out of the. I'm European out. I'm out on the European League until travel can be done faster or easier or better, so that you're not spending as much time both traveling and. Needing to be away from home. You know, fans aren't going to like that either. The fact that, you know, if you're a season ticket holder, if the team goes to Europe for three weeks, that sucks as a season Why? ticket holder Why? as well. The same number of games. They're not, yeah, they're not losing home games. They're going to be on the, they're going to be considered road games. Yes, but spacing them out. Okay. Personally, I don't like going to like four home games or six home games in a two week stretch. Oh. The whole a home and away, home and away. Mark wouldn't like the uh, Mark would not like the the Black Bear schedule over the next. No, the next weeks. over the next three weeks, he would hate the Black Bear schedule. Yeah, yeah but if you had to go to Black Bears games on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, Friday, yeah. like that's it okay. Gets, weekday that's games, fair. fair. That's fair. Fair Wait, weekday games, I agree with. That's fair. The fair. fact that the Black Bears have two weekday games in, in Holiday is a joke. Uh, but yes, agree. I agree. No, I, I agree. I, all right, so Mark's out on uh, NHL Europe. Johnny's in on NHL Europe. I will say this: there's only one place that needs to be, and it's it's and sell it sells it for me. Malmo. Malmo. All roads uh, lead to Malmo. Yeah, this was actually this was the end game. I feel yes. This for is... Gary Bettman, he's been like 20 years into the end game of getting a team in Malmo. He's been listening to our show. He's like, oh, these guys are onto something. We figured it out before. I know. And he and he stole from us like everyone else does. I already have the Melmo jersey. Perfect. All right. So Mark's out. I'm in. Johnny's in. I'll go with the NHL Europe. Who gives a shit? At this point. We'll ask Lyle. Yeah, we'll ask Lyle. If he shows part. up. Exactly. If he's not having another elective surgery, then we'll go from there. So, all right. So we've done it. Um, 
Coaching extensions. Daryl Sutter signs a multi-year extension with the Calgary Flames. Good times for him. What's old is new again. Don Granado signs an extension with the Buffalo Sabres. Multi-year. Big news for the Sabres is they go ahead and name Kyle Ocposo their captain as well. A guy who, a couple years back, no one thought he was going to be back because he was in ICU and almost a fucking coma. Now he's back and he's better than ever. So, congratulations to him. And Hockey Canada stripping it down to the studs, baby. Oh, God. CEO Scott Smith has departed. The entire board of directors have stepped down. Um, they're going to, the, the board of governor or the board will name an interim management committee before new directors are chosen by mid December after everybody and their grandma cancels all their contracts with hockey Canada. Finally, once all the money is gone, they're like, Hey, you know what? It's time to leave. We'll see you guys later. So there we go. Hockey Canada stripped to the studs done and dusted. Just, just fucking blow it apart blow it apart and just start like a new just i don't know canada hockey limited or some shit like that what do they do though do they go to provincial provincial yeah provincial's right provincial's correct it sounded weird to me um do they go to provincial like uh leadership or because you still have to have a governing body to have like uh (laughs) international teams and such right Yes. So I think right now the the uh, the branches of Hockey Canada, like uh, Hockey Alberta or Hockey Quebec or Hockey Ontario, they're right now by their lonesome. So they're they're a ship without an anchor. So they're just sw- floating in the sea. Can't can't hunker down to anything. So it's, like it's the ship in the sea. Got it. Um, so we will see what comes of that moving forward from there. Um, but we'll see what this board stuff does, uh, and, uh, move it from there. What are you showing me, Johnny? <laughs> that can be after the show. Got. <laughs> ah! Okay. <laughs> nice. So good. You were going to get a phone call. So uh, good, though. <laughs> um, so speaking of people behaving badly, the fucking Ian Cole situation. Oh, yeah. What did Ian Cole do? This is weird. <clears throat> So there was a there was a a Twitter account uh, that said allegedly Ian Cole uh, ha- was accused of sexual abuse and grooming of this mm. uh, of this young underage at the time underage woman. She is older now. And so what uh, does grooming consist of? Is that where you like keep a underage girl around until she's eighteen? It's convincing her that she's 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 older than she is. She doesn't, you know, she's you're, you're basically taking a a uh, uh, someone's mind who is not developed, who doesn't, you know, have the maturity, and grooming them into what you want them to be, almost creating a step for wife effect. Oh yes, okay, that makes sense. So doing that situation to an underage girl, and obviously I have no idea. Yeah, no, and. Because I said it doesn't mean I fucking know everybody. <laughs> oh my goddamn case. You just looked it up. I just looked it up. I have ties to psychology from my younger years. It's how I know this shit. Right. Anyway. Uh, so the uh, the accuser said that she was a minor and was groomed for over a four-year period. Um, uh, Cole is having an interview with the NHL. 
He is suspended with pay. So he's basically like a cop. Uh, he's suspended with pay for administrative leave. Uh, and then apparently, according to this uh, Twitter user named Emily Smith, said that uh, Cole sexually abused her, sexually assaulted her when she was a minor, later discovered that Cole had slept with another minor in her former high school, and added that Cole's former NHL teammates told her that the defenseman had bragged about the assault to his teammates as well. Um, wow. we, we know someone uh, who put, went on Twitter and kind of corroborated a little bit of that story, saying that she was... She was uh, Cole was given her number back in the day and tried contacting her and she had heard stories from when he was at Notre Dame and um yeah didn't didn't gel with him at all but you know apparently hockey world is tight knit and these stories go around so take for that what you will there is a interview with uh, Cole between the NHL they're not calling it a hearing they're calling it an interview and then they will take the next steps from there um going forward so too long didn't listen uh ian cole's a scumbag and a lot of people knew it uh but didn't say anything until a twitter user put something up so culture baby but so isn't this like all alleged i'll say too all alleged yes yeah yeah um do you remember like 10 years ago when all of the like football and basketball things were going on and all the hockey fans were all high and mighty about how great uh, hockey players were and they were down to earth people and this, that, and the other thing. And now we're kind of just finding out that they're all assholes as well. Yeah, but I think everyone with a brain knew they were assholes to begin with. Right. It's Agreed. just the, the uh, hyper, the hyperactive, like, like hockey is the best, better than basketball, blah, blah, blah. Do the memes. Oh, my God. But- LeBron just hurts his finger and then, you know, Greg Campbell breaks his leg and shortens his career by three years, but he's a warrior and he's got a Stanley Cup ring um, because he's not smart fi- financially with his money. He can pay league minimum. LeBron's actually figuring out what his life is after basketball, but whatever. Point is this. <laughs> hockey is hockey is life, bro. Shout out. Uh, but yeah, no, it is kind of interesting. Um and then, you know, you have the people who are just like, well, she just created her account to, to make this. Who knows if it's true or not? It's like, I don't know, dude. These are pretty fucking, you don't it's just, don't want to, you don't, you don't pick someone like Ian Cole. I will put it this way. You don't pick someone like Ian Cole to fucking say uh, this story is like to make up a story because you're not going to get any shimmer from Ian Cole. This is, I, I have. 95% certainty that this probably could have happened. Because, you know, if you're going to go for defensemen, you go with, like, Kale McCarr. You go with, you know, any of the, the Adam Fox, Jimmy. But there's v- also less of a backlash from fans in this situation, too, right? Like, if you go high profile, like, all hell breaks loose. Because everybody everybody blinded by the light is like, oh, no, that guy would never do that and starts attacking the person who brought it up. So. Well, it's the Ovechkin-Putin situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you see all that, but everybody, you know, and the, all, all the other stuff with the, our Timmy Panarin and stuff. But, I mean, you yeah, you don't go after a third a third pairing defenseman and just for shits and gigs to make up. Uh, so we'll see what comes of it. Yeah. Fucking hockey. I, I mean, 
it's sad that at this point you're kind of like it is what it is like i kind of want it all to just kind of come out in the wash you know stop being it, it does suck to be desensitized to it yeah well i mean it does yes agreed but you kind of want it to just stop being like pushed under the rug you know like hmm. you want it to all come out so that you know everything that's going on and then like collectively as a whole sports can move on but i don't think that that's ever going to occur no not right now not in this in this day and age sir well not when you have paul pogba wanting to you know getting witch doctors for his teammates and stuff so you know right. like sure that kind of random stuff going on yeah <laughs> Uh, so there we go. Um, <laughs> why did they try to? Why, did, why does TNT have seven guys behind a desk that's designed for three? Who's the guys? <clears throat> I I gotta I'd have to put my glasses on. Hold on. Uh oh, jeez, this is this is what the show has come to. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, Gretzky's there. Hey. I can't tell. It looks like Liam. Liam is there. I can't tell who any of the other guys. Biz looks like he's there in the middle. Uh huh. I can't tell who any of the other guys are. Is there a Mark Messier? No, he's ESPN. Uh, true. He was there last night. Who was on there? Uh, uh, Anton Carter was on that. Was on yeah, I think. I think. Okay. How did you not see Anton Carter? Hey. Um. The long dramatic pause is perfect. Yes. Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett got a job though, I think. I I look because I had to put my glasses on. I wasn't sure if it was Kevin Weeks. I had to be sure. He's an ESPN guy. He is ESPN. Well, I don't know the crews, okay, and I didn't want to be the asshole that guessed the wrong African American hockey player that's on a panel. So I apologize. That is a very true statement. You know we what? Give him that one. Fair. Yeah, yeah fair. fair. That is fair, fair. Yes. We will allow that. Yeah. Kevin Weeks was on uh, NHL Network for the European games. Like, I kind of want Kevin Weeks to just have his own show. Oh, yeah. Like, he him, probably like, has a podcast. Like 30 minutes. Of, oh, Shockingly, he does not. <laughs> I mean, God, he is sure. fantastic. He can, take, he can take my place here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a special guest. <laughs> he is fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, he is. He is wonderful. I enjoy Kevin Weeks a lot. Oh, just just so astute and so locked in to everybody. Like, yeah, you want to talk about it really well, too. What's that? He reads the room really well. Oh, yeah. He, he knows exactly what to do about it. Like, he is so, so good at his job. He is yeah. fantastic at his job. Agreed. Um, yeah, get his own pod. He's he's the kind of guy who does a mag like a magazine kind of show, where you know he he does the interviews and stuff like that, and just it's Kevin Weeks' world, and it's got a dramatic overlay. He's like the e- he should be doing big E sixty uh, pieces for ESPN. There all. you go. So sorry when you said Big E, I thought you were talking about uh, WWE again. All right, so Gret- it's Gretzky, Biz, Liam, Anson, Rick Tockett, at least from what I saw from pregame, as they're outside the Colorado uh, Ball Arena uh, for banner raising night. So they got that going for him. Uh, hey, little uh, little fun time now. First coach that's going to be fired. 
First coach going to be fired. Now, I, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. I'm going to say Tortorella. Wow. You don't think that Philly's going to give him time to change the room? Fuck no. They give him 30 games and it's over. The, oh. the, the players revolt and they fucking get rid of him. Amazing. <clears throat> and that's who I went to first as well. Um, <laughs> going to have to pick somebody else, though. Oh, you can pick the same guy. I don't give a shit. Um, this is opt in, opt out, but with choices. <laughs> it's a completely different game. It's opt in, opt in. Um, let's see. Opt uh, one, opt two, opt being short for option. I'm going to say. God, there's so many teams that have coaches, though, that are just like. Not in a hot seat in any way, shape, or form. Um, what about the Florida Panthers? I'm going to go Florida Panthers. Andrew, is, is Brunette still the coach down there? Al Maurice got hired in June. Oh, that's not good. So since 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 May, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten new coaches. Since yeah. God. So you got, you got 22. There's also another one I could have picked, but I'm not going to. Well, obviously, because I picked torts. <laughs> Who's the coach in L.A. now? Uh, Todd McClellan. Still? Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to have to go with uh, Kyle Dubas getting fired first. OK. GM. <laughs> like what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they just take out everybody below him. Perfect. DJ Smith, you're not, uh, Sheldon Keefe, your days are number. Mark? I <clears throat> am going to go with Martin St. Louis. Ooh, he was only That's supposed to be guess. a project, right? He was supposed to be just an interim guy. Uh, he started out really well and then tapered off at the end. I say they give him about a half a season. If, they, uh, if he can't turn it around, then... They're going to find a more established head coach. And, and that is interesting considering that he came out and said, said that he doesn't need this job. He just wants to be there. Ooh. So, you know. That's well, a good guess, Mark. I didn't, I didn't think about guess. that one. I, I really like that as, a, as an underdog pick. Um, <laughs> it's really low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. All right, here, here we go, boys. <laughs> Over under 43 and a half goals for Alexander Ovechkin. That's 43 a and a half over under. I'd love to take I'd love to take the over, but I just don't I don't see it. I'm going to take the under and I'm going to win either way. OK, that's fair. That's a, that's that's good hedging your bets. Yes, Johnny. I'm going over. OK. I will go over, but it's the last year he goes over 43. It's the last year he goes over 43 goals. So what does he need? He still needs 150, right, to pass the group or to tie the group. What is he at Is he already tied with with Gretzky for 50 goal seasons? Yes. So he's tied for 50 goals. So I want this one to be 50. Okay. 
So you and want then after that, like he could do whatever that, he wants. Figure it out from whatever. Yeah, from... I mean, at that point, if he scores fifty this year, he needs to score like eighteen and a half goals the next four years. So, yes. So he's at seven eighty proper right now, seven hundred eighty goals. Uh, the record's eight ninety two. Four. Eight ninety four. Okay. So eight ninety four minus seven eighty. So he's at 100. He needs 114 more goals. Yeah, if he gets half of those in this season, half of those in this season, <laughs> it's, it's laughing time. <laughs> I mean, if he gets 50 in this season, like he has to score like, like I don't know, Brooks like numbers for the next <laughs> four years. He just has to put up Eric Fair numbers, like in Hershey, and then he'll be okay. 20 goals, he's good. How long is I, this? I would really like because um. Because of that one year that he had 49. Now it's still sour taste. I mean, let's be honest. The Caps <laughs> won the cup that year. But, like, I kind of want one more 50-goal season just to do it. He had two since then. I I'm, agree that, but I want the one more. Like, I want, more, I wanted that to have been a 50-goal season, so he would have broken the record last year. I'm pissed that he didn't count the playing games in the bubble. Like that that could have been the fifty goal season. He had forty eight that year before it got shit canned. That's that that's true as well. So does it doesn't Ovechkin have some weird ass record that he has the most um most seasons over forty five goals? Yes. God. Yes, it does. Um that's so bad. Yeah, for, he had he had a forty forty nine and a forty eight within three years of each other. So then he had 24 in the shortened season of 2020-2021. Then 50 last year. Over the next four years of his contract, he needs at least 28 and a half goals to tie the record. That could happen. Pretty sure that can happen. Of course, that number exponentially goes down with the more he scores. That's how numbers work. Currently, right now, they're down to Cobb. So what happens when when Ovechkin starts to get to magic numbers? They're like mm-hmm. Ovechkin's magic number is fourteen. Oh, I would love that. I would love if we if we go ahead and just do magic numbers. Uh, ESPN would be all over that shit. Anywho, all right. Well, that was fun. Well, now we wait on Lyle. Does Lyle know he's in here? Did I pick? Is Lyle, Lyle still in here? <laughs> Yeah, no, Lyle's still on the call, so we're just waiting for him. It says he's online, so we're just waiting for him now. So how was Disney, Mark? Yeah, how was Disney, Mark? It was good. It was, uh, it was exhausting, as you can imagine. Lots of yeah. walking around. Lots yeah. of uh, lots of trying to get from point A to point B to get on rides and waiting in line. Hurry up and wait. Lots of hurry up and wait. Lots of uh, buying things, obviously. As as Disney is very good at forcing people to do, <clears throat> but uh, but all all good. Um, we didn't stay on Disney property, which is probably something we'll change next time we go. It's just easier to get around um, if you actually like take their buses instead of That's true. <clears throat> renting a car. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, those good times. Might take the small world after all. Ryan. I hate that ride; it's the worst. But why you gotta talk about Martin Saint Louis like that? Hey, oh. now. Oh. Star. get your game on. 
play. <laughs> so hurricane happens, then a procedure happens, but he's back with us again. <laughs> Lyle, did they just did they get electricity back and said, you know what, we're gonna just do elective procedures now. Uh, get enough juice for this, and we're ready to go. I said last week, I was like, that was the best part of PEI. They were like, all right, so we haven't had electricity for a week. We got it back. So how about we do wrist surgeries now? <laughs> the wrist surgery was actually scheduled be- before the hurricane happened, and it was actually supposed to take place on uh, th- Thursday, but then they had a cancellation, so they're like, can you come in on th- on Wednesday? And I'm just like, yeah, sure, fuck it. Let's just get it done and out of the way before something else happens. Right. Oh, God. what a- I mean, Scotty and I both work in hospitals, and we were like, yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. They yeah. were like, hey, we have electricity. Let's just do whatever we can. <laughs> let's just fire it up. Yeah, let's get her done. Yeah. Hey, um, real quick before we get into any news, I want to give a shout out to a uh, cheap plug to the faceoff.net. If you don't know what the faceoff.net is, is they they go after every rink, uh, like in minor pro or like major junior pros, minor leagues, and have the ice layout with all the ads and stuff in there. Oh, and nice. I saw this one come across my Twitter feed. The Brandon Wheat Kings have a wheat oh. field in their faceoff circle. Right here. That's that's pretty aggressive. cool. That is kind of aggressive. If you pan out, there's the rest of it. You got the the go for gold guy over here. You got all these other ads. So and then they then they have like a full rink layout and they have the three D view. It's kind of fantastic. Just how if you were sitting in the seats, how it would look. Kind of fancy. Gotta like that. So the faceoff.net for all your Yeah, see, look at that. That's hard angle. I kinda hard, like this. Hard cam angle. So the faceoff.net if you want to go check that out. But I thought that I thought that was fun. Got the yeah. wheat field in there. Pretty cool. So Lyle, how have things been? Um, the timing of a random uh, <laughs> uh, random light that works with batteries couldn't have been more weird at this point and more fantastic. Um, okay. First of all, first of all, um, let me just say once again that the uh, that little lantern light you sent us, you sent me in that once again. That has become a more useful gift for me than, than the jersey. Greatest twenty dollars I've ever spent in my life. Oh man, we my, Tina was so impressed by it. She's ordered a four pack of them. You can't buy here in the stores here. They're all sold out. So she's ordered a four pack through Amazon. <laughs> Um. Yeah. First of all, it's great to see you guys again. Yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, it's good to see you. It's it's been a time. It's been a time. I uh, don't want to dwell too much on it. Um. Again, first things first. We were very very fortunate. No damage. No damage to Casa Richardson. Nobody in the household was was hurt. Uh, no damage to the property. We had a couple of big limbs come down from neighbors' trees into the yard, harmlessly into our yard. No biggie. Um, that was the, the scariest storm I have ever been through. Wow. I've been through hurricanes before, guys. I've, I've seen firsthand what tornadoes can do. Um, all this happy shit, and I'm not downplaying tornadoes by any stretch. Um, but yeah, that was bad. That was really, really bad. We had wind gusts um, hitting the house here. 
of about 100 sustained wind gusts of 155 kilometers an hour it just felt like you know i mean none of us slept that night uh we lost power uh late friday night and uh yeah it was just just brutal and uh, the house though bless this bless this box we live in we call it a box because it's just it's just an ordinary house and you know and split and split level you know house uh we call it a box and a functional box well now it's a very it's also a very sturdy box um but anyway uh when the morning came on saturday morning we first looked out i was first looking out the windows and and you know from what i could see it didn't seem that bad i mean one of our neighbors had a tree fall down in their yard but just in their yards so that was okay that's fine and another neighbor had a half of half of their tree in their front lawn fell again into their yard but it didn't look too too bad for what i could see but then about noon when the wind died down enough then the rain had stopped that i heard okay it's safe enough to go outside without worrying about oh. getting hit by something because as the yeah. comedian ron white famously said it isn't that the wind is blowing but what the wind is blowing mm-hmm. um and that's when I went and had a chance to really go outside and take a good look. I'd popped out earlier just to take a quick look around the house to make sure everything was fine. I wasn't looking at neighbors or anything like that at that point. I was only concerned. Tunnel vision was just, is the house okay? Is the house okay? Yeah. And the house was. Anyway, so that's when I went out and I had a chance to at least just do a bit of a brief walk around. And most of my neighbors were not as fortunate as me. Mm. Uh, there were there were trees down on 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 roofs there there yeah. were trees down on cars there was uh, um we had neighbors that had shingles the roofing shingles on one side of their house just gone just ripped out flown just pulled off and gone uh some people some of their roofs were gone um i went to one i was walking down the street i saw one neighbor's lawn it looked like i'm like is that snow it's i can't be snow i'm seeing in the front lawn that was their insulation that the wind uh. had just ripped up part of the roof. And that's when I had a closer look around the other side of the house. Like, oh, Jesus. And I went and talked to them briefly. And they said, yeah, they had water damage right down yeah. to the basement. There was like nothing they could do. As it is, that happened, the water too. just poured in and there was nothing to do. I had another neighbor, uh, the one who had lost the shingles, I was talking to him briefly. They said, yeah, that it just sounded just, yep. just this giant ripping sound. Yep. And he said, this, his family freaked out and he said right that's it we're out of here and they just they got their truck and they drove to his uh, his parents place and they they spent the rest of the week there uh but yeah it, it was just devastation complete and total devastation uh not just here in in charlottetown the entire island i mean just there are still parts of charlottetown that still don't fucking have power yet and it's going on three uh. weeks you know, there's other parts of the island that, that don't have it yet. I mean, it, it's getting better now. They're down to something like what I hear today, something like over a thousand customers that they have left to finally get connected up. But like, yeah, we had a neighbor in, in here behind us. I mean, he finally stopped, didn't have to use his generator today. They finally came and was able to get his power going. But yeah, it was just complete devastation. I mean, I was I was trying to get a, a, a cellular signal, right? Um, on Saturday afternoon, as again as the storm was dying down, and you know my son Kiefer had said, "Well, you know, I want you try, you know, driving downtown because normally the signal's always strongest down there, you know." So it's like, okay, so yeah, jumped in the car. It's normally does it takes me less than five minutes to drive downtown. It took me half an hour to get oh. fully downtown. 
because of all the detours I had to make. And, oh, can't go this way. Stop, turn around and come back. It's just like poles snapped and, oh, God. Like, yeah. Thankfully, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there were some people who, who sadly died, but as a result of the storm, but that was because of things like carbon monoxide uh, from yeah. their generators. Um, it was a, a, a handful of people. Um, but for the last uh, for the last three weeks around here, it's been the the st- it's been the the song of the chainsaw, uh, the sound of generators. So that sound is finally dying away. But also, you keep hearing a lot of sirens around here. A lot of sirens, like ambulance, uh, police cars, uh, fire trucks, being all of them are going to accidents or yeah, somebody's either generators caught fire or it's a carbon monoxide <laughs> incident. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun, but we, we're all getting through it, though. I mean, as I said, we we managed to get through our rate, right, but I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, we we used to like we live on what's called the hospital grid here. And in previous storms, like we would get the power back like normally inside of six hours, right? Like the last two hurricanes. Yeah, we had it back inside of six hours. Yeah, took us nearly a week to get back. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be getting a generator. We're, we're no longer going to be yeah. relying on the hospital grid because the way they had to get power restored to everybody was like essential services first. So. It well, the became hospitals all have their own generators as well. So yeah, and of course, a lot of the grid too was trashed. Like in in my area here in my neighborhood, like yeah, there was a lot that just the trees just took out like swaths of line and just yeah. So yeah, and so anyway, then there was that, and then yeah, let's just said then this thing which came up, which you know. Which is actually the funny bit. So yeah, that is it, the funny bit. To be yeah, honest. it is actually. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I yeah, am happy it, that the lantern has come in well. So. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, was only in my house for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, from your cassette to mine, it really came in handy, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so we're we're like. Yeah, we're we're like stocking up. We're we're preparing for the next the next uh, the next hurricane now because you know with with climate change going on. I mean, it it had been a hurricane hitting here was a, a very rare event. I mean, we had one and hit in two thousand three. Wasn't that big? Yeah, down some trees. Blah blah blah. Then we were seventeen years before the next one, and that was Dorian. Right, which hit us a couple of years ago, right? That one, yeah, okay, that one was bigger, and yeah, that did some damage. But again, you know, most people had their power all back within a few hours or at most within a couple of days, and that was that. We all moved on. And this is just like, no, no. So, yeah, a lot of people, like, uh, you know, my wife, is uh, Tina, has been ordering in different things that we discovered. Oh, yeah, shit, we could have used this, like a crank radio, the type, you know, crank up. <laughs> I have one of those in my house. We're going to have one, too. And in fact, we have one. She she got it last week. Nice. Um, all this different stuff that we're ordering in now. We found that our Coleman stove after after four days wound up crapping out on us. And now we've getting uh, butane, a couple little butane burners that work really, really well for cooking. And that this happens again. Plus, we had a barbecue, of course, but still. But yeah, big thing's going to be the generator. So the, the thing that really scared me was one of my friends dropped by and he was talking to me about it and he said, can you imagine if this thing had happened in the middle of winter? And no oh. pun intended, that chilled my heart when he said that because I was just like, holy shit. I said, this would have went from devastation to an outright catastrophe, you know? Well, the, the time frame doesn't work, right? <clears throat> like, you have to be inside of a 
of a hurricane season, right? And doesn't that normally end around like October-ish? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's but the the thing is is that here we get blizzards. We get blizzards. That's true. Right. Nor'easters of monumental proportions. We still talk about the one that happened in 2004, and we called it White Wan, and that was a play on words from the Hurricane Wan that had hit six months before, mm. and that was a nor'easter with hurricane force winds that felt like literally like somebody was punching the side of the house and dumped uh, like over 100 yeah. centimeters of snow on us. Now, we didn't lose power from that. And yeah, normally because, you know, in hurricane season, the, the, the trees are just full of leaves. So that accounted for a lot of that damage. And of course, in the winter, they're not. But now we've got a lot of trees that have been weakened from this storm. And the big concern now for everybody this winter is what happens if we get a good nor'easter, like what we had with White Wan, and these trees come down, or worse, we get an ice storm that had happened back in 1997. The ice storm's the worst. Yeah. So, and And yeah. with global warming and all the shit happening with the weather, anything, anything can happen at any time, pretty yeah. much these well, days. Well, that's the so. thing now here in Prince Edward Island, like you're hearing people say, we have to start getting used to the fact that we're a hurricane island now. Yeah. We mm -hmm. have to get used to that fact. We just can't sit down and say, oh, well, these are only a once in a lifetime storm. Ah, it'll only happen uh, maybe every 30, 40 years. Yeah, they used to, not anymore. Yeah. So anyway. So that's the story of Kwanzaa. Um, Let's not. We've had we've had men's health segment. We've had weather segments. We had market. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, this this by the way, update on this. This is not as severe as the one that I had on my right wrist, which okay. I don't know if you can see the little knob there on the knuckle. I'm gonna or here on the wrist rather. I'm gonna be having that one again next okay. year. Oh. Because um, my surgeon looked at that and he said. Whoa, that's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> oh, that's like, something you'd love to always, hear yeah, from your that's doctor. Always the best thing you want to hear. <laughs> always reassuring. Always reassuring. Now, of course, yeah. you know, he was. My he, proctologist he, said the same he, thing. But, yeah, hey, no. <laughs> but at least when I had this surgery. Pat, using the whole fist up? When I had this surgery done, I mean, I was, in a, I was in a cast from the tip of my fingers down to my friggin' elbow. I, I came out of the surgery, I was like, I was expecting, like, just a small bandage that they said, oh, yeah, I'll just have a bandage on, and I see this thing, and, of course, I'm all full of still, but come the anesthetic, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so yeah. the nurse is like, oh, he's awake, we better go get Dr. Carroll. So, you know. I mean, you heard the story of Mark's MCL surgery, right? That did the ACL surgery. Well, that was only supposed to be meniscus. The first time that I had knee surgery, it was supposed I was going in to get my torn meniscus cleaned up. <clears throat> I came out of surgery, and the doctor had, uh, you know, my whole leg was immobilized. And, wow. Yeah, and I was like, uh, so what happened? He's like, oh, your ACL was torn. <laughs> So I just went ahead and fixed that. I was like, oh, you didn't want to, like, talk about it? Consent on that. <laughs> he already signed the consent form. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, with well, my think, well, but but it's like it's like a car thing. Like, I only signed to have my tires done, not the whole suspension replaced. Yeah. yeah. I was like, with, with my wrist, it was like it was only supposed to be an hour. It took three. <laughs> Tina, who's my ride, you know, somehow... she's like, yeah, we kind of figured that some, there were complications when we got to, like, hour two, you know. <laughs> oddly enough, my colonoscopy, 11 minutes. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Out yeah, the door. Yeah. Yeah. Clean as a whistle, I know, right? Yeah. Great. But this one pictures too. It's great. Yeah. Th this one, like this one took an hour, like they like he had said, because it wasn't it wasn't as bad. 
And I said, not as bad of a cast. I mean, I just had to wear the splint, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's healing a lot better. I can obviously work with it. So, yeah. All right. So that's that. So now life is kind of sort of back to normal. There nice. we go. All right, okay, uh, we got some uh, we got some bets to start at the beginning of the season. Okay, bets. let's do this. Uh, and we've all we've all partook. We will give you our answers here. Over under forty three and a half goals for Alex Ovechkin. Johnny and I are over. Mark is under. I'll take the over. All right. Kyle likes the over. Yes, I still think Ovi's got one more fifty goal season left in him. Perfect. That's all he Thank needs. God. One more. Yeah. Records his. <laughs> um. This one was brought out of our Patreon segment. Opt in, opt out. A European division from the NHL. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, is there a time frame for this, or just do we think it's a good idea? Well, that's what we we were talking about. That's like the reason why they keep going over to Europe. Mm. These global series games is maybe to test what it could be like to do a whole division in Europe and then some teams from that conf or some teams go over for like a two week span and play the loop. Mm. I think it would be a good idea. I, I would opt in. I can see that coming someday. Right. Well, you know, again. people used to say what well, teams in the Southern United States. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, Johnny and I, again, lockstep, uh, we were both in Mark was out. He said, fuck Europe. Um, <laughs> actually he did actually say that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, he he is out of the three of you. He is the more ardent American. Let's be honest, yep. the more xenophobic. I think of yeah. the three. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this one, first coach fired. I said Tortorella. Johnny went off the board and said Kyle Dubas. Um, and Mark Dubas is the coach. Exactly, but still, it's fine. Okay. Uh, and then Mark said Marty St. Louis. Okay, first coach to be fired. Hmm. Hmm. No, I don't think it's tor- rattle out, rattle. Oh, so I said, what, what I coaches said George, are in trouble. Um, we don't could, know. That was, on the the, hot that was part of the problem. Yeah, mo- most of the like, teams are zero and zero right now, no, no, so it's no, really hard to tell. Going into the season, who's who's on the yeah, hot seat? I I don't Lyle, think Tortorella is. Over, I don't think. At almost a, over a fourth of the league has new coaches since June. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, I don't I'll, say I don't see San Luis. They're going to be very patient with him. There's there's no Craig Berube. Oh, that's what I did mm. not think of. Mm. Just looking at old coach um, coaches that might be on the. I, I think he's still OK. I haven't heard him being in any trouble because the Blues did pretty good last year. They did all right. Um, uh, Dallas Eakin and Anaheim. There you go. All right. There uh, we go. I'll okay. t- Yeah. Could Lavia let be on the hot seat if the Caps don't start off well? Because like. They only have so much longer for Ovechkin and or if ever Backstrom plays again. But I, I think he's I think he's got I think he still has another year of goodwill just because with the injuries yeah. that they started with. I think he's got I think he's got a lot of rope still. This is left kind of this is kind of a free play for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is one where he got he got the power ball so he can turn his ticket in and get another play. By the oh, way, you guys must be happy with uh, Dylan Strong's play. Yeah. At least a preseason. He looks like a very good pickup for the Capitals. Uh, I yeah. also like that uh, Axel Fjerby Jonsson uh, is turning into the uh, Swedish Chris Bork. There you go. So, Bork, Bork, Bork. Bork, Bork, Bork. So, I got a text message from one of my friends who basically said, like, oh, uh, he's gone. He got picked up by another team. And I go, yeah, I don't give a shit. 
He's like, wait, what? And I go, He'll uh, be let the kid fucking play in the NHL. Like, yeah. If the Caps didn't think he could play in the NHL, let him play. Mm. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, he wasn't going to make the team. Exactly. Let him play in the NHL if somebody else wants to let him. Let yeah. the boy be your dog. Um, He's got great put, hands. Sometimes, sometimes fans put way too much emphasis on on the, the, the supposed abilities of, of these prospects. I know they're promising. And so on and so on, but unless unless they really are a blue chip guy, yeah, let them go. Nine hey, times out only, of ten, nine times out of ten, they're not going to flourish. They, the they only won't. one that truly fucked things over was Philip Forsberg. But that's the honest, one that you guys are still haunted if by. If he's still around, the Caps can't sign people that they want to to make to win the Stanley Cup in 2018. So there's a whole like butterfly effect. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's. Exactly. He stays. Maybe Jacob Verona go, goes. He doesn't score the first goal in game five. And I mean, so I mean, there is it is what it is. But you got to kind of hurt gotta a little yeah. bit when I was watching the NHL network and they were talking about how Philip Forsberg was the Predators like highest scoring score in their career yeah. or in the uh, team's uh, history. Yeah. History. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It happens to every team. There's always that one unicorn that gets away, right? You know, who blossoms into this shiny star. But the problem but was is that we knew it before he left. That was see. That was the difference, though. See that. See, but remember what I'd said about if he's not a if he's not a blue chip prospect. Right? <laughs> that was the mistake. Yeah. But that wasn't even on you. For God's sake, man. I mean, all Caps fans were like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I think most of us were like, at that point, why don't you just promote the kid instead of trying to sign a 38-year-old who has no gas in the tank? That was the, that was the moment. And I think we can all agree in Capitals history that that uh, GM, GM, that he lost it. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that was when, that was, the, that was the truly the beginning of the end. Yeah, for him was that move. But I mean, I don't know. Martin Erat did dividends in the playoff. Wait, no, he has zero scoreline. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, I love the shiny things. Lyle, we're gonna Kelly Clarkson this, and since you've been gone, um, J- Jason Robertson signs his deal. Mm-hmm. It's four years, seven point seven five per year. Still gets RFA rights after that too. Uh, that's a pretty good deal for Dallas, I'd say, all things considered. And for the kid. And for the kid, I mean, by the time he's, he'll still be have one year left when Jamie Ben's contract expires, a couple years until uh, Sig ends, and yeah, we'll see and how. Yeah, and and entering that fourth year of his deal, I they, I think we will see the stars will be signing him to a long term extension to like what you want ten point five mil a season here you go kid because he's gonna be worth it by then. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is a. Uh, just just about to to get going we're gonna well, see well and and part of the part reason of for the out. for the yeah and part of the reason for the hang-up too i mean yes yeah, so, yeah he obviously they that he wanted his, his camp wanted to get as much money for the kid as they could but part of the reason for the hang-up too was was stars didn't have a lot of a lot of wiggle room there cap wise you know a lot of the, what they could ultimately sign him for was going to depend on how things shook out over training camp and and how much money they were actually going to have to play with once they started demoting guys and you know maybe putting guys in LTIR and that sort of thing. So and that as we as we saw entering this week turned out to be a big issue for a lot of teams. Hasn't a it been lot amazing of teams. how close some of these teams are to the cap? 
Holy crap. The Leafs the, are four dollars. Yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs can't even do <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs can't even do a fucking coffee run. No. Nope. They can't afford to do a coffee run on their <laughs> own what cap space they've got. Absolutely left. amazing how close this is right now. And the only way they could do it is you notice you're seeing teams they're icing 20 man rosters, 21 man rosters instead of the full 23 because they can't afford it. There's so many teams. There are 12 teams that are over the cap. To start the season. I honestly didn't know that that was an option. I didn't know you could show up to the game with a short bench, like yes. an adult league. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's adult it, league. It, it's, it's, yeah, isn't it? it? It's it's like your beer league when you, it's like, you know, ah, oh, shit. Jamie didn't show up. Sonny didn't show up. Sons of bitches. Okay, fine. Shorten the bench. We're going with three defense. We're going with three defense. Right? So, here, here's your case. You got eight skaters and a goalie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's, here's a rundown. Here's a rundown. Uh, Tampa Bay's got 22. Yeah. Edmonton 21. Yep. Vancouver 22. Florida 20. Mm-hmm. Toronto 20. Yep. Uh, 22 for Pittsburgh and Dallas. 22 for the Sharks. 21 for Colorado. Uh, 22 for Calgary. The, the, you know they got like a million three left. 21 for Minnesota. 22 for Winnipeg. Uh, and that's it. By the yep. way, the uh. Two teams at the contract limit, Vegas and Already? Toronto at the 50 contract limit, yep. with uh, the Flyers having 49 right on that precipice. But I'm going to tell you something. Those teams are really going to be hoping and praying they don't have a lot of injuries yep. as, the, the, as the season goes or, on. Because... Or if they have a lot of injuries, their season ending. <laughs> yes, they are. But even then, <laughs> yeah. you can't. But even then, Scotty. You have to wait 14 days before you can put them on LTIR. So you're still screwed for those two weeks. From two weeks from the, okay, yeah, his fucking leg came off. He's done for the season. <laughs> to now we can officially put him on LTIR. <laughs> Congratulations, William Carlson, on the birth of your son. You're going to go on the paternity. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a long term uh, IR situation. I'm sorry. You're going to have to take the rest of the year off. Yeah. Consider a paternity leave. Yeah. LTIR for you. But they're really going to have problems uh, trying to, to, to recall guys, because especially if, if for the teams that are just under, because it's very important for them to be able to accrue cap space over the course of the season so that they can afford to call up more players or when the trade deadline rolls around, they've got extra cap room to be able to add some, some players for the playoffs. But if you've got a bunch of guys that are hurt, that are just, Oh, IR for, you know, always oh, out 10 days, always oh, out 14 days, you know, just on IR, that's going to eat up your cap space because yeah, you got to call a guy up and he goes in there and that counts against your cap and that eats away your recruit cap space. And now you got a mess on your hands. The golden Knights are really fucked because they have to move contracts now if they mm-hmm. want to get somebody else in. Yep. So yep. good luck to them. So it's just real quick. Is it only on ice? So is it like <clears throat> all the rules and all the different leagues are different, obviously, but I know in football, if somebody like stubs their toe, walking into their house and they're out for three weeks. It's a different injury list than if they get hurt on the field, right? Is it the same in hockey? Like if somebody accidentally cuts their hand making a sandwich at home, they get to just be put on regular IR. I'm not talking a pancake situation. No, no, they'll go on LTIR. (laughs) If, if, if they, if, if, if he, if he sliced a tendon in his thumb, making a sandwich, which has happened before, I believe it was Victor Rask. 
yes, do appreciate that, that you brought up too. the paid cakes, though. And he was out for something like two months. <laughs> Boom, LTIR. So, you know, anything can happen when you're making a sandwich at home, you know what I mean? None of me, especially in Vegas. doesn't affect anything, uh, Mark, <laughs> is, is if, if you were looking at buying him out at the end of the year, if he was still sidelined because of that. But that is not an injury that was occurred during play. So, therefore, he could be bought out of his contract. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That, right. That's when teams start putting into uh, their contracts the physically unable to sandwich. Claude. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, this just in. I heard that Tanya Harding was hired in oh, Vegas as a special wow. uh, special assistant to the coaching staff. Actually, special assistant to the GM. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Special <laughs> advisor. Yes. Special advisor to the GM. Uh, Analytics to tell you about the merits of lead pipes. <laughs> exactly. Um. Oh all right, Lyle. I got a question for you. Shoot. Maybe it's me. Maybe I don't watch enough Buffalo. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's yeah. Maybelline. And maybe I don't watch enough Buffalo Sabres games to understand. Who does? Uh, right? Matty <laughs> Samuelson, son of Shell Samuelson, getting a fucking seven-year deal. Yeah. Like, um, that, this, this, this after, <laughs> this after their wacky contract from earlier in the year, given what's his not eight years. Oh, this Tage was, Thompson. Yeah, Tage Thompson, just all that money. Well, at least in Tage Tom in Tage Thompson's defense, you can make the case that he earned that from his breakout performance last season, or at least the Sabres were hoping that's a breakout season. Fingers yeah. crossed, fingers crossed. But at least you could make it on that merit. Uh, this one, I'm <laughs> confused. I mean, I know that that teams will sign promising players based on their potential. You know, you think, yeah, we think he's going to be worth this many dollars down the road. So let's lock him up to that now. How many games of NHL experience does uh, young Mr. Samuelson have? Uh, 54, Lyle. 54. Well, so based on one season's performance, and how old is he? He is a whopping, hold on, I guess scroll up here, 22. 22. 22, and he gets that much of a deal, that much. Yeah, it's that one. That one is a head scratcher to more than just us guys. And he, you know, like Frank Saravalli, his first response to it was the same thing was like, you know, not that I don't think he won't be a, a, a really good player, but it's very unusual to see a guy with his limited experience getting that kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, again, well, I. Kevin Adams, once again, you know, going out there and 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 uh, kind of breaking the mold, if you will. And it's just like, yep, okay, sure, let's give this guy seven mil or seven seven mil. Let's give him seven years at uh, you know, this unusually high amount of money for a player with his skill set of his skill set thus far. Um, I don't think you're going to see other other general man other general managers emulate that, but you it, hope. <laughs> well, listen, if it works out. He'll be he'll he'll look like a friggin' genius because this pays him what? How much is is the annual average cap hit? Something like four uh, something. Jesus Christ, Lyle, you're asking me for all these numbers. Four point two eight five. Thank you, sir. Four point two eight five. If he develops the way they expect him to, that's going to turn out to be an absolute steal. I mean, that's that's like a John Klingberg type contract because if you remember, John Klingberg signed a similar sort of deal after basically one year 
Um, you know, he, he got a long-term deal with the Dallas Stars, and it was worth something like about 4.3 mil a season, I believe, is what it was. Well, he turned out to be a guy who hit uh, 40 points or more in six out of eight seasons. So it turned out to be a real bargain for the Dallas Stars. So if he goes, the, turns out to be like, like develops like John Klingberg did, then yeah, it's going to turn out to be a bargain for the, for the Buffalo Sabres. On the other hand, if he doesn't, then that's going to be a, a bit of a burden down the road, especially when they want to resign guys like Owen Power and Rasmus Sandin is going to be uh, looking for a big contract and some of their other promising kids, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Very interesting scenario. Dylan Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan Cousins is going to need a deal. Dylan Cousins, another one. Oh, yeah. Jeez, can't forget him. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. All that potential for the Sabres. My God, I hope this works out for them. <laughs> I am so tired of them being a punchline. I really am. You know, pick on somebody else now. You know, this is this is they're 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 in like New York Islanders territory during the final years of the Charles yeah. Long era. You know, I mean, you have you have cousins, you have Peyton Krebs that you brought yep. over from yep. uh, the Eichel trade. Yeah, um, uh, Jeff Skinner is still hanging out. Alex Tuck is still there. You know, Tuck is there. Yeah. Uh, Yokoharu. No yep. one man should have Owen Power coming up through the oh, ranks. Owen Power. Oh, he's going to be something. Oh, yeah. he's tremendous. You got Sandine already, and and uh, you know the promising young goalie with the long finishing. And best part about exactly. yeah. Best part about Owen Power. Yeah. Not eligible for offer sheet. That's right. So. That's right. Becomes RFA. He will be. He is uh, does not have the accruement necessary. Oh, Coming out of Universita. Yep. Boom. Yep, exactly. So put that thought away, kids. UPL and then he got sent down and I was pissed off. Oh, yeah, I know. Ukapeka Bukulainen. There it is. Ukapeka Laukinen. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to call him UPL. So many L. consonants. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and vowels. Lots and luckily, there's only Lots two, of K's. two K's back to back. Yes. The third yes. one would have been a bit much and he would get canceled. Mm. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. Anywho, mm. uh, Mackenzie Weger, eight-year extension with the Calgary Flames. Mm. So everybody that they brought over from the Gudra or the Brady Kachuk, Brady Kachuk, Matt Kachuk deal. Yeah. Boom. Everyone's signed. Everyone's happy. Everyone's doing everybody it. in that. Every major player in that in that trade got a got a major contract. Got a good deal. Got yeah. Good deal. Good all the way around for everybody. Six point two five. But I was told people sure. wouldn't sign there. No, n- yeah, no, they're not going to sign there, you know, Johnny. That's no, the thing. No, of course no, not. Weger and Huberdu are not going to sign. They just absolutely not. Uh, what a wasted trade this was for the Calgary Flames. Exactly. They're just going to have to turn around. They're going to watch those guys walk out the door, just like Johnny Goudreau did last year. Yeah, Brad Treliving's losing his mind. Oh, he's panicking. Oh. He's panicking. Wait, what? What? Wait. No, Huberto, Huberto just, wants to stay, and Uyghur too. Well, they're just saying that. Of course, we expect them to say they're, they're going to be the good soldiers, but we know that they're going to go and test the market. They'll probably force the Flames to try and trade them at the trade. Wait, wait. Huberto got how much? Holy shit. For how long? That long? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, but, but Uyghur. Uyghur. Now, Uyghur will probably. They're not going to bet. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Oh. What a load um, of I will remember, say there this. Was a t- remember, there was a time, too, that uh, players supposedly didn't want to uh, stay with the Florida Panthers either. It's true. How things have changed. How the turntables have turned. <laughs> um, I will say this. They probably won't stay in Calgary those full eight years because when they move to Houston because they can't get into arena, 
you know these things are gonna yeah that oh, commute would be really really far if they stayed happen. in calgary yeah it'd be really, really rough far, you're right yeah Tough, is there tough. like a race to Houston at this point between yeah. the there's, Calgary Flames? There's and been the teams Phoenix linked to Coyotes. Houston forever, guys, and it never happens. And the Flames aren't going there either. You know, the, uh, the they're back to talking about it again about getting get it done. Boot, boot liquor to the stars. Eric Francis says they're going to move. <laughs> uh, when did he say that? Uh, I think when it got rejected last time like he was bringing up things about yeah that was that like, was a year ago and then yeah, i read a month ago that now they're back uh talking again so yeah the they're right. they're not going anywhere if steve simmons and eric francis oh, fuck. The moon oh, oh, did back, you guys talk about that hell. already no not yet no oh let's get yeah, it what a fucking idiot that guy wayne, is wayne simmons so wayne simmons is uh, supposedly being shopped um well just, he God. is he is yeah. So and then it's just for like for the player, not the team, and they also have like negative six dollars in their bank account. Yeah. Um. Then Steve Simmons. Uh, so there, the Steve Simmons thing just it's it layered. Uh, because he goes after uh Akima Lou too, I think in this as well. Well, Akima yeah. Lou was the guy he he was going after in his in yeah. His piece. Yeah, go, go explain. But he's yeah. also been doing this for 15 years, and nobody's given a fuck. <laughs> I yeah. know, right? Can we put Stephen A. Smith on this spaceship, too? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Just... Let's put whoever we want on this spaceship, and yeah. we can send it to the next fucking asteroid. Yeah. So basically, the, basically the story goes like this. And in, in, his, in his Sunday column where he blathers about <laughs> anything and everything... Um, Steve Simmons said that, said basically that that people who are seeing Akima Lou uh, talk about what's wrong with hockey in terms of the racism that he encountered, uh, that you know uh, the people who that the people who coached him must cringe when they see those commercials. Now I don't know if you guys get those commercials down the states. We get them here in Canada. I, I believe that, it's though. the Scotia Bank up here that that uh, promotes them. It's all part of you know the hockey diversity thing and they're trying to be inclusive and 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 so on and Correct. rightfully so. Correct. But anyway, Steve Simmons basically makes the point of, oh, it must make the people who coached uh, Akimalu cringe whenever he talks about what's wrong with hockey. What does he, wh how would he know? He played for 23 teams in 15 different leagues and blah 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 and basically he tried to make the illusion that that Akima Lou was trying to blame racism for him not being good enough to make the NHL, which is something that I, to my knowledge, Akima Lou has never said that. Akima Lou's been very vocal about the racism he has faced. I have heard people say that, uh, you know, Alou is kind of a jerk, but listen, you can be any color skin you want to be and still be a jerk. It doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you. Yes should be should that doesn't mean that you should be subjected to racism because you were a jerk no you never should be okay mm -hmm. um but basically that's what steve simmons is trying just trying to say that that's what alu was trying to trying to do was basically trying to blame racism for not being good enough to reach the nhl because he says the magic line if this was color related how to explain wayne simmons being in the nhl over the same period for 12 years basically 12 years over the same period. Mm -hmm. And so God, right off the bat, when Akima Lou saw that, he took to social media and basically rightfully tore a strip off of uh, Steve Simmons, you know, um, for basically trying to downplay the racism that he encountered in his career. And, you know, if 
I would say if if racism racism perhaps may have played a part in him not being good enough to reach the NHL because if you were being subjected to that, it's going to kind of discourage it's going to kind of discourage you after a while. And, you know, maybe you don't exactly play up to your best. I mean, we don't know. Maybe, maybe or maybe just Alou wasn't good enough to make the NHL full time. Doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't point. matter. And I said as much too in my response to it. I said, it doesn't matter how many teams he played for, how many leagues he played in. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, that doesn't mean that, you know, well, oh, oh God, I get so flustered about just even talking about this. How about it doesn't a mean that he can't that's the speak. Way to, that's, a, that's like what it really comes down to. How yeah. about you just not be an asshole? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, if, you know, if, 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 listen, maybe a lose a jerk. I don't know. I've, I've, I have heard some stories that people have said that, yeah, he's kind of a jerk. But okay, so he's kind of a jerk. So what? Doesn't mean that he can't speak out about the racism he's encountered and to point out that that was that's an issue in the game. And you know he has every right to sit there and point it out and say this is wrong and we need to do something about it. And here's what I propose we do in conjunction with these other people who are also people of color and NHL players who are part of this committee we form called the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of around Alou. Goes on social media and tear, rightfully tears a strip off of uh, Steve Simmons. But then Wayne Simmons also jumps in there and basically says, don't you ever use my name or any other player of color's name, you know, to try and to do this whole point. compare and contrast thing, right? Yeah. Like, don't do that. You know, I don't appreciate you use it. And I don't Get think any my of name out yeah. your fucking mouth. mouth. Yes. Yes, exactly. And Nazem Kadri was asked about this. And, and of course, Nazem Kadri knows full well about the Steve Simmons experience because he experienced it during his time in Toronto with the Leafs. And he, he handled it very diplomatically, but he really did kind of burn him and say, yeah, this is a guy basically who just courts controversy just so he can draw attention to his columns. In other words, Steve Simmons is a clickbait artist. Yeah. That's basically what he was saying. Right. But the the thing that's really kind of sad in all of this is I'm old enough to remember when Steve Simmons was actually a good reporter. I mean, Steve Simmons blew the cover off the whole, like the whole Mike Danton thing with his agent at the time. Okay. Uh, basically exposed that he, he had a hand uh, in reporting the, the, the Graham James sexual assault uh, cases that were going on uh, back in the, the late eighties and early nineties. He had a hand in that. Um, yeah, he could be cantankerous. Yes, he could. Uh, he would squabble with general <laughs> managers. One of the best interviews, and we saw that reposted on 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 uh, Twitter, was uh, when the day Brian Burke got fired by the Leaves, and Steve Simmons asked him, so you, good. Are, "Are you still going to be uh, the general manager for Team USA?" And he says, "I don't know. You ask them." So the best thing about this day is that I don't ever have to talk to you again, Steve. And I was just yep. like, that should have been it right there. Drop the mic and walk but, away. So you know what the sad part, though, is that like, and I know this is dating all of us right now, currently. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. he was a good reporter 30 years ago. Mm. Yeah. 20, 30 years ago. I'd say even 20 years ago, because that's he's 20 years ago. He's not a good he reporter anymore. Thing. He's no. just a no. shit show. You, you know, that's you, living you, off of his I, old life. And you know why that is, right? The new media model passed him by. 
where you have because to because he couldn't write for shit. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I would argue that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that he is a good writer. It's just yeah. he's trying too hard to go viral, which is what all these other jabrones are doing that mm-hmm. have blogs and stuff like that. And he never got to that point, and so he's now being shock jock. He's being a shock jock twenty years past where he needs to he's be. He's Eric Francis. Well, he's, he's, he's trying to say he was trying to say. He, well, he started that whole thing off with saying that you know this probably won't pass the politically correct police. Which it's like, dude, yeah. you're talking about racism here, okay? Which is it's literally not, this isn't, the you know the, this isn't about something about ooh, you know somebody's delicate sensibilities because I said a naughty word in the media or I said a naughty word or whatever. Like, no, dude, this is racism. Okay, mm-hmm. that you're writing about a guy who you know had his career affected by the racism he encountered during his playing days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and you're saying, oh, the politically correct crowd won't like this. It's like, no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with political yeah. correctness. Yeah, and no offense, Lyle, but I'm about to say something extremely offensive about you. Oh, <laughs> but that's dear. how it feels, right? <laughs> oh, He's dear. like, Here the, we the go. PC yeah. police won't like this, so I'm going to be a racist, and that allows me to do that. Yeah, but because yeah. I said that. So, yeah, I kind of preface the whole thing to make it see if that gets also, me off the hook. Exactly. Doesn't he also work for somebody who allowed that to occur? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it didn't actually just come from him. It's mm. not like he has his own <laughs> website. Somebody else was like, yeah, we're going to print that. We're going to run that. I mean, get your fucking head out of your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This isn't right. about, oh, you know, words you know what i mean like oh i don't like this offensive word or something like that where you can kind of go back and forth on this whole nonsense it's about racism it's about racism in hockey and it doesn't matter if the one of the guys leading the charge against it doesn't matter if you don't personally like him okay you can you cannot like somebody who's a person of color and not be a bigot or a racist Yo, you could just say, yeah, they can just be a dick. Assholery knows no color barriers, okay? (laughs) You know, but regardless, you don't sit there and and try and undercut what he's doing, right? By, you know, (laughs) by saying, oh, well, you know, trying to insinuate, well, he just wasn't a good enough player and he's just trying to use racism and, and to insinuate. He didn't come right out and say it, but the insinuation is there plain as day. You don't try to insinuate that he's using racism to try and explain away why he wasn't good enough to make it to the NHL. You know. All right. Yeah. I, I, I have two I have two roads I can go. Oh, and let me just say one thing very quickly and then Scotty go to your road. Steve Simmons stopped being a serious hockey writer for me when he did the Phil Kessel hot dog story. Sure. Because that got shredded, destroyed, and and along with his credibility after that, there was no coming back from that. So I have the high road, yeah. which we move on, yeah. or the low road, which is a little funny, but uh, some people, meh. Well, I've known you a long time, so I know which road you're taking. Right. Johnny, <laughs> Make sure you preface it by just qualifying your statement with something like, <laughs> the I'm not saying, like this. all <laughs> I'm saying is, with all due respect, all I'm saying, with all due respect, all I'm saying, um, and this is just me. Steve Simmons got the NI out, and then everyone else took it from there. Yeah. I mean. 
and onward and upward we go. Yes. Yes. The fact that he still has NHL credentials, though, is fucking annoying to me. Uh, it's kind he's, of he's been in the game of very, very... The, the, the Professional yeah, but... Hockey Writers Association, like so many things in the National Hockey League, is an old boys network. Now, I'm not saying that peep, that guys have been in the industry a long time, that he should be trucked out, farmed out or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, if you're still good enough to cover the game and do it well and do it respectfully, you know, the way Terry Jones of the Edmonton, the Edmonton yeah. Sun and the Edmonton Journal oh, did yeah. for many, many years before he was unceremoniously shown the door. I mean, yeah, if you could still cover the game, do a great job, then, of course, stick around as long. We need people like you in this business. But... Then there are guys who ooh, we like to court controversy and it's just like, no, you're just kind of being a jerk and it's showing up in your work and it's clouding your judgment, bud. Yeah. You know, because it was no secret that he did not get along with Brian Burke. It was no secret he didn't like Phil Kessel because Phil Kessel doesn't like talking to reporters about hockey. He will talk to reporters about anything. You want to talk about going <laughs> fishing? He will. T- Phil Kessel will talk your ear <laughs> off for half an hour about fishing. He fucking loves it, okay? But you try and talk, Phil. Um, what was your thoughts on uh, how you how you've been playing the last few games? Uh, you know, your shot doesn't quite seem to have the same zip on it as it did earlier in the season. Um, are, are you feeling all right? Blah blah blah. And he just he's just like, guys, that yeah, I really is this don't outside, talk is this outside shit. of a, a scrum scenario? No, this is in the scrum. Okay, but outside the scrum scenario, like off the record, Phil Kessel will talk to you about anything. Sure, but he just doesn't right. accept hockey. He I would, doesn't yeah, he's outside outside of that. the scrum. I think talking hockey to a hockey player, unless they initiate it, is kind of weird. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But it's also like if it's in the scrum and they're asking him about his shot, if his wrist is feeling good, if he's skating better, um, if he's getting a little bit more you know, plump because of all the food in Vegas. Uh, that that can be that's fine. But when you you know sure. you meet up with a guy and it's like, hey. Phil, what's happening? Listen, dude, uh, how's your shot? He's like, listen, I'm on a five-hand heater right now. I'd right. be the fuck out of my way right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe be a person. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When you, clock, well, when you punch the clock out, you're fine. The thing, the thing that bothers me with some reporters is when they start making it personal, right? Uh-huh. As well, Steve Simmons does it. Larry Brooks, the president of the Professional Hockey Writers Association, he does it. You know, you, you, you notice you notice what it is, though, right? Mm. It's the old player. It's uh-huh. the old people yeah. who used to have one on one direct contact and with the older generation. Still have all yeah. this shit. And exactly who yeah. think they're privileged. Yes. To have this kind of information. Yeah. Whereas they don't understand. Guess what? Some of these guys don't want to fucking be your friend, buddy. Yeah. Because you know what? They've got these things called guaranteed contracts. They don't need you to look good in the press. Like, they don't need you to hang on. Yeah, exactly. So It's a new world out there. And they never know? fucking understood that. And that, just, that went went by the wayside. Yeah, just be unbiased. You, you, know, you don't like a player? That's fine. But at least cover, you know, listen. You know, if you don't like a player, that's fine. But just cover, like, personally. But just cover his play properly. Right. And don't let your, you know, you don't sit down and say, you know, you, you can say, you know, oh, Phil Kessel uh, seems to have regained his, you know, snapped out of his slump with a two goal performance last night, blah, blah, blah. You don't say, oh, Phil Kessel finally snapped out of it, blah, blah, blah. Who knows how long this will last, blah, blah, blah. By the way, did I mention that he goes and eats hot dogs after every game? So I've heard, you know right. what I mean? Like you don't sit there and run, try and keep running the guy's reputation into the mud. Right. Mm-hmm. When you're, trying to cover what he did during the game 
just cover the goddamn thing, yeah. you know? Hey, Lyle, can I ask something real quick? Sure. Not hockey. <laughs> What's up with old people texting, like, emails? <laughs> My mom just sent me, like, a fucking email in text form, and I'm like, I don't, Mom, I can't read all this right now. <laughs> like, I, I literally, I, click, I clicked on the message, and it turned to a new screen because it was, like, this long on my phone. Guys, guys, you, Scotty, you're asking the wrong guy. You're, you're talking to a guy whose mom sent her first email, uh, you know, 20, over 20 years ago when that was a thing, sent her first email to me, and then called me to make sure that I got it. But <laughs> you think. True story. Thank <clears throat> God. My story. I don't. I don't doubt it because I'm sure my mom would do the same thing if she didn't know I was in technology. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I was on the direct path. So when I went to college, my mom, when instant messenger was, you know, all the rage, and you could put up away messages. Yeah. <clears throat> she would. She figured out how to use instant messenger, but she couldn't get the concept of the away message. So, she would send a message, right? And my my instant messenger would autom automatically respond with <clears throat> whatever I had put up Taking there, whether it was like a song lyric or whatever, right? Or what did you say, Scott? I said some Taking Back Sunday lyric. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> then she'd be like, what does that mean? Why aren't you responding? Yes. Where are you? <laughs> and then she'd call my dorm phone as if that would help. It's like this it's like I wanna... I'm so happy that I'm five years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to put anything on social media because I'm gonna get the fucking like a if I, if it's something that I said looks cool, it's gonna show up on my fucking doorstep. If if I you know Wait, if I did say you something... want this for Christmas, exactly. And then like the 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 girl, the girl who I had a fling with back in when I was 14. Like she's she knows my mom really well. She's like, well, Barb, I want one. So I guarantee to you, the next time I talk to my mom, she's gonna be like, well, what's Manny's address? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, ask her. Ask her. Jesus, she's an adult woman. Yeah, well, by I don't far, feel social right media about is that, the worst I don't thing know that as well as you do. for adults. She fucking knows Mandy as much as I do. Fuck, she <laughs> took Mandy into our our anyway. No. That's another. That, that's daughter, another story. Just off, I didn't marry her. I'm like, I'm 14, mom. She's 16. <laughs> I don't put the fucking tell you. There was an age difference. What can I tell you? Jesus, mom. Christ, you don't think I wanted to, to keep that? No, she moved up to 18U, and I was still sucking 16U. These things happen. Anyway, it's called age. It's <laughs> called aging out of a division, mom. Fuck. <laughs> I don't really understand. Hot. All right. I love you. Two man. years of an age difference means fuck all when you're an adult. Two years when you're a teenager, that is a gulf that cannot be overcome. Lyle, it's quite the chasm. It's like evil Knievel. Yes. That thing. But fuck. you know what? I think I got pretty goddamn close, and I like to pat myself on the back of every time. Every time I bring it up, it's like, yeah, you know, it's just, well, and now, look at it. I'm dating someone two years older than me now, so what Ooh, can I say? There you go. Look at look at look at Scotty go. Scotty Scotty had a path in life. There you go. Was fucking laser focused on older. There, there you go. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> that was an interestingly weird turn when I just went to pee and we came back to that. Well, like, I was telling, I was saying I that left you, talking about Steve Simmons. I came back and we're talking about you dating older women. Like what the fuck? Because my, my I was asking Lyle why old people send emails as text. Like anything you can put into an email, but they put it in a text. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So uh, so speaking of that, uh, by far, the most fun thing that's occurred recently is that my parents find stuff on Amazon. And because I have Amazon Prime, they want me to order it for them. And send yes, it to the house. they've done that to me as well. Wonderful. 
that's by far the most recent thing that is like absolutely fantastic. They're like, hey, can you order this for me? I'm like, why do you need this? I'm like, I'm becoming the parent. Exactly. Now <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm like, you don't need this. I'm not ordering this. Well, anything we might have missed over the past two weeks or anything new? Or no oh, guys, no. Uh, I, yeah, let, let, let's move on to uh, more fun things. Let's a little, yeah, exactly. The hell with parents. Oh, the 1996 Atlanta Thrashers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, nope. You're close. <sighs> 98. Ladies uh. boys and girls. We are going to 1998. We are going to 1998. Okay. But we're going a little bit further west okay i would say american west oh i would say november 10th 1998 when the six two and two phoenix coyotes were taking on the four eight and two colorado avalanche (laughs) avalanche Avalanche. coyotes coyotes 1998 pre-deadline oh god Mark, we're going to start with you. Uh, uh, okay, Joe Sackick. Joe Sackett's on the board. Yes, he is. That's right. That's good. To, uh, to, to John. Uh, Alex Tanguy. Sorry. He was in Calgary. Oh, a little early. No, no he, he wasn't was in Calgary. Yeah, he, he wasn't in the NHL yet. He was in Halifax, I want to say. Jesus. Yes. yes. Part of Halifax he was there research. forever. You're, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Lyle. Okay. 98. That's a long I'll time save, ago. I'll save the easy layup in this round for, for the Patonso voice here. Um, no. I like that. Keith Kachuk. Keith Kachuk is on the board. Yes. That's I've better. I've never hit a layup okay. in my life, yeah. Lyle. Now, 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 we know, now we know what kind of coyotes we're talking about here. We're talking about actual, like, decent coyotes. <laughs> yeah. The well, chicken wing like, eating coyotes. Well, kind of. I say, notice I say kind of decent. Let's not put the cart before the horse. <laughs> Mark. I don't know which layup he was referring to, but I'm going to take the Colorado one. Peter Forsberg. Yes. Four. Yes. yes. That's a toss up during. Uh, no, he was pretty regular. Is this pre spleen? That was pre spleen. Pre spleen, yeah. Oh, pre spleen, pre foot. Whenever you bring up the avalanche, you have to mention the yeah. pre spleen. Pre deadline, pre spleen. Spleen. See, there you go. There's an off ice injury. There you yeah. go. Um, well, no, that actually yeah, happened on the ice. To get oh, out I th- of a, he was just trying to get out of a check. I thought uh, I thought the whole spleen thing was like a snowblower incident. No, 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 no you're thinking of Joe Sackick when he lost the tip of one of his fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's your a tip, kids. A if you want to keep the tip of your fingers, don't be jamming it into a fucking the blades of a snowblower <laughs> to clear it. Yeah. It's hard I to believe there this guy. Night, this guy was. It's hard to believe. It, it just goes to show that yeah, that a guy Five who's a Hall that. of Fame player who built a Stanley Cup champion in Colorado can be dumb just like the rest of us, too, when it comes to <laughs> things like, don't stick your in in the bleach of a snowblower. <laughs> That's why we have fucking warnings on everything now. Yeah. Like, coffee's hot. Yeah, don't wash your toaster <laughs> in the sink. Right? Unless you're really having a bad day. Um, Johnny. Uh, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh's on the board, yes. That's Lyle. Lay up that Lyle I see your Patrick Waugh, and I raise you... If you can, actually if you actually can do that, Nikolai Heavy Bulin. 
Ooh. Sorry. Ah. I do believe, oh. if memory serves, this was holdout Nikolai Javi Bulenic. Oh. Son of a bitch. That means just... that the Coyotes goalie was like a third string player from Arizona oh, State. Oh, that's going to hurt. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know. And it was because he played for the Long Beach Ice Dogs at the beginning of the year, did Javi Bullen this year. Uh, and they were actually better without him. Uh, he God. actually played the uh, most of the year and won the MVP award in the IHL. So wow. this is the year he ended up uh, holding out the entire season. That's a bad year. Not a great year. But they were 6-2-2 two, and two of this game. So here we go. Mark, what you got? Uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I was listening to everyone's guesses, and I didn't hear this guy, Shane Doan. Shane Doan's on the board. There you go. I yeah. thought that was the layup I was referring to. Well, you got, now, you, now you made another layup. We have a there lot you of go. I was also thinking of Forsberg. So. Okay. Yes. You got them both. Yes, you did. Rack them. All the layups. <clears throat> what do you got, Johnny? Uh, Adam Foot. Adam Foot. Sorry. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> Injury there. Uh, I was gonna say. Was it an ankle? Probably. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> Lyle. Okay, was Jeremy Roenick said? He was not. I'm saying Jeremy Roenick. He's on the board. Yes, he nice. is. Good work. JR uh, when he was still a superstar. Indeed. Mark. Uh Sean Burke. Sorry. Ooh. No Shawan Burke. Uh might have been one of the stops in Philly. Um, Johnny. Um, do it, do it. <clears throat> do you want me to go with Zach Burke? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Burke. Ah. No, Zach Burke. Sebastian Box brother is not in the board. Damn, it. that's such a drag. I know. You knew well, I was going to go there, though, boy. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Sebastian Bach, he absolutely rocked in the yeah, Trailer Park Boys. All right. If you haven't seen that episode, you got to watch it. It's really cool. Okay. He's a model train enthusiast. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And your pick (laughs) left. And we go from that obscure tangent to this one. I just saw the like the Spanish Inquisition uh, video that I just watched on Twitter like before the show. (laughs) Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. Among our weapons are fear, surprise, ruthless efficiency, and an almost fanatic devotion to Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we have um, more weapons. Yes. Amongst our weapons. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with coyotes again. Um, was Cliff Ronick said? He was not. Cliff Ronick? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the why he wasn't said. Not there. <laughs> it's true. You did say it wasn't said. Uh, so there's a reason why he wasn't there. Mark? Um, who am I thinking of? Why can I not think of this? Uh, geez, um, I thought I had somebody. Now it's out of my brain. That sounds like <laughs> I'm doing a John thing. I'm now trying to extend yeah, this out further. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go with, uh, I know he's probably not there. It's a little early for him, but Mike Bodker. Yeah, very early. Uh, I don't think he was born yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. Eh. 
we'll 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 t- look that up. Okay. Uh, Johnny. Um. Uh. Oh. That doesn't make sense. Yannick Perot. Yannick Perot is sadly not on the board. Mm. Oh, he didn't <clears> play for the Coyotes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lau. Um, I'm gonna stick with Coyotes here. Oh, um, sure. I'm gonna say Teppo Newmanen. Teppo Newmanen's on the board. Finally, boom. See, Teppo <clears throat> Newmanen is always the person I get confused with. Oleg Tevrikoski. It happens. <laughs> Mark. Ed Jovanovsky. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Johnny. Hold on. Is Oleg Tevrikoski there as well? On the board. <laughs> yes. Ah, check that out. <laughs> See, I always confuse the two of them because I feel like they didn't play together. They're almost <laughs> like my Zach Bogosian and uh, the other guy that he plays with. <laughs> By the way, they found uh, uh, they, they they found like they uncovered him. Um, the uh, the the Dustin Bufflin was out and about in uh, Rosa today. And, and like a little greasy spoon. They took a picture of him. I'm surprised that Dustin Bufflin hasn't shown up in a studio somewhere because he would be fantastic at that. I too. think he doesn't want it, honestly. No, you're right. He doesn't. He's much happier fishing, fishing for big giant fish in northern Minnesota. Well, that makes sense. Johnny, I figured it out. Your uh, your uh, Tempo Newman and Ole Tevardowski is your Kane Hackman theory. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Like I don't expect them to ever be in the same place at any point in the at, at any at any game in the point in the day. You will watch a game that either has Tempo Newman in or Ole Tevardowski. So in other words, so in other words, he, he you know, to they are to him as the Patonzo boys are to Sean Leahy. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yes. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Like Good even up. when he, he's the only one on the show with us, he doesn't think that we're the same. We're exactly. The same. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark never shows up for the shows now That's with Sean on That's the show. True. So yeah. That so that just true. messes with yeah. his head. Uh, There's going to be one week where I don't show up and Mark shows up and Leahy's here. God, that's going to blow his mind. Weird. Oh. And I'm going to have, I still have the picture of your background that I can put behind me. <laughs> but that would entail Mark to actually be on for a whole show. So I don't know if that's possible. It's very true. So, uh, Lyle, I think it's still you. It's your um, this is probably a little early for this guy. Um, Daniel Briere. On the board. Get out! No way, really? Lord, played 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Was it his rookie year? Probably. <laughs> okay. I thought that was probably a little too early for him, yeah. Because I knew he started his career with the Phoenix somebody. Right, well, Mark, Mark goes first. So, Mark, what do you got? Last call? Last call for alcohol. Here we go. Uh, At least on the show. Uh, Milan Heyduk. Milan Heyduk is on the board. Son of a nice. bitch. Is that who you're thinking of? <laughs> That's literally the person who just showed up in my head. Well, God damn it. Maybe you asshole. and Mark are the same person. Maybe Sean Lake is on <laughs> Maybe he's on something. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. have thought about it earlier. Yeah, fuck? it's because you thought about it. This is fucking uh, bullshit. We're, we're going to get a text tomorrow about that. Yeah. Um, Johnny. Damn it. That's all. I don't know anymore. Oh, no. Um, fuck me. Um, I have no idea who the goalie for the Coyotes would be. Um, 
Mm-hmm. No. No. I'm thinking of someone, John. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. I think it only works in like going years down. My, my brain doesn't have the space. And mine does. Okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> I know that you're trying to help me, Scotty. <laughs> I have no idea why you're throwing pitches. You do, though. Was it Scott Erickson? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You're killing <laughs> me. Greg Olson? Chris Drury. Chris Drury. Oh, yeah. Well, so I was trying to figure out if uh, Korea was on the team. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Drury is definitely the, the person. Then. Still with the Ducks. Oh, well. No, you, you, you got it, though. You tried to help me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Tom Glavin played for this team. Yes, no, exactly. he's left-handed. Scotty would have thrown it left-handed. <laughs> yeah, come on. At least I know that. Oh, it's a dick giveaway. <laughs> Last call. Uh, okay, I can't think of any more K.O.T.s. So, was was Claude Lemieux said? No, he was not. Yeah, okay, I'm going to say Claude Lemieux. He was on the board. Okay. Yeah, that was actually when I was doing this, I was trying to send Claude Lemieux to John, and apparently I sent it to Lyle. So. <laughs> Problem yeah. was Johnny, Johnny was facing the camera, so Lemieux didn't show up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if I would have been, if I would have been turning the other way, you would have turned the other way with your face close to the dasher. Yes. Yeah. All right. So for the for the Avalanche, Jeff Buchanan, Renee Corbet, Ted Crowley, Greg DeVries, Adam Deadmarsh, oh, Sean Donovan, Drury oh. Forsberg, Alexei Gusarov, Hayduke. Keith Jones, Jones, John Clem, Lemieux, Jeff Odgers, Cam Russell, Sackick, Dan Smith, Stefan Yell, and Patty Waugh. Wow. For the Coyotes, Greg Adams, Daniel Briere, Keith Carney, Bob Corkum, <coughs> Jim Cummins, Gerald Diddick, Shane Doan, Brad Isbister, Yerky Lumi, Newman, Darren Quint, Ronick, Mike Stapleton, Mike Sullivan, Kachuk, Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett. Uh, Tever we Dos- talked about him earlier, too. Yeah, we did. Huh. Tever Dosky, Uha Yulonen. What? And, yep. And in net, Jimmy Waite. Mm. Oh. Jimmy Waite. Perennial backup to the stars, Jimmy Waite. Jimmy Waite. <laughs> God, he played on like 40 teams in a 2018 <laughs> He did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had like several different numbers with the black. And I bet racism kept him from playing meeting is yeah. Okay. I bet he blames racism for not becoming a starter. Yeah. Right, exactly. Said so too many whites in this league. Yeah. Um but you're but you're Quebecois, Jimmy. He's like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Like, what? He's like Franco phone off. Um so they just started speaking in French. Exactly. Fries, toast, kissing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, I missed you guys. <laughs> I missed you guys. Oh, shit. Well, we missed you, Lyle, because we had uh, a Sean Leahy, and uh, that just evolved into fun. Uh, Mark wasn't even fun, here. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It was, it was, yeah, one one show we cut off uh, early because we were all really fucking tired and or sick. Yeah. Oh, man. 
It was like an hour show. We were and like, I did, out. and I already did like two podcasts before then. So it's like I've reached, I've reached my quota. <laughs> my, my union quota is up. You're done. Yeah. Scotty's colonoscopy went well too. Yeah, no. Yeah, they, he was saying yeah, only eleven minutes. Thing up there, eleven. Clean minutes. as a whistle, eh? In and out. Did they, they put you out it. for it, or were you able to watch? No, no. They, the they literally. So the story goes is I, it's like I talked to the anesthesiologist. I'm like, they put me on my side, and, and he's like, yeah, we'll start the drugs soon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Should I tuck my shoulder in a little more? He's like, whatever is comfortable. Last thing I remember until I woke up. Yeah. Last thing I remember until I was recovered, they had toast on my front. Oh my bad, it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they sent me a picture of it. It's gonna be the background of uh of uh, my Christmas photo. There you go. I'm gonna say, look at me. I'm visiting the Brea tar pits. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a picture of my anus. Uh, <laughs> 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 ah, I got you. Look at my. That was two cryptology jokes in the same oh, show. Boy. Exactly. Done it. All right, Lyle. All the best in recovery, uh, and then we'll talk to you again next week. Definitely talking next week, guys. All Good right. seeing you, Lyle. See you, Lyle. Take care, guys. There he goes. It's Lyle Richardson. He's on SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Johnny, some shout-outs. I give a uh, <clears throat> shout-out to Chris Drury. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, give a shout-out to Martin St. Louis as well, just because. Um, I give a shout-out. Keep it short, Johnny. Starting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of people that are really, 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 really more excited than I am that start that hockey starting. Yes. Um, I feel like it's here. Like it, it is shows up every year. Um, it's one of those things that's on my TV, like throughout the day as background noise. <laughs> and I care way more about the black bears playing than the capitals right now. Mm -hmm. um, and it really comes down to the fact that the Caps <laughs> want to Stanley cup. And my entire outlook on sports changed. Um, so I'll give a shout out to the Caps winning the Stanley Cup. There it is. Um, and yeah, uh, hockey's going to be awesome this weekend. Mm -hmm. so let's go, Black Bears. Merck. All right. Well, shout out to opening night. Um, you know, it's good times. It's It's not a lot of background noise for me. Although I, I don't get to watch a ton of games. When they're on Wednesdays, I get to watch games. Uh, shout out to the beer of tonight is Telekinesis. <laughs> it's also by Adroit Theory. I don't know if I've read these. Yeah, what, are the, what is that one? Uh, it is also a Hazy Imperial IPA. <clears throat> uh, the food pairing. Okay. Uh, Guajarati Kadi. Not, I don't know what that is. Uh, Kadichi and eggplant. Mm. Or Kichti. Kichti? Kichti? Kichti's hey, nuts! Ah! Hey, Cheese would be Springbrook Farm Ashbrook. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't know what that is. Cigar La Aurora Preferidos Maduro. Okay. Now you okay. And if you were uh, <clears throat> going to listen to music, it would be Trumpeting Ecstasy by Full of Hell. Like, okay, so I have a question. Uh, Adroit Theory. Do they, like, go all in on, like, <clears throat> super, super, super punk metal? Oh, this bands? is, like, death metal. Yes, oh, not even. Right. That's way, that's way, this is 
Full screaming death metal. Yeah, I don't want to listen to any of that. No, I don't think anyone ever really wants to listen to any of that. Especially not when you're trying to enjoy a beer. <laughs> Why would you listen to that while you're like, hey, I got this sweet, hazy IPA? <laughs> what? I can't hear you, John. <laughs> it's like an extra, extra metal version of Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Uh, there's That's... a song There's a song from Lorna Shore called uh, From Hellfire. Jesus Christ, like the breakdown at the end of the song could legally make you dead. It was it's like an insane breakdown. You should listen to it. It's great times. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I'm done. That's it. Oh, you didn't want to shout out the, the greatest show, the greatest place on Earth? Um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm good. Well, I'm glad to be home. <laughs> it was it was fun, but uh, we will we'll have lots of time before we go back. Yes, so there you go. Like financially, you'd have to. Yes. Um. So here we go. Uh, shout out to Dr. Bellick and the staff out there at the Endoscopic Center. Good times, go. great memories. Uh, my butt was clean, and I don't have to go back for ten years. So, uh, good times with that. That should be your Christmas card. My butt was clean. <laughs> my butt was and clean, everybody. We're it's good. Got, it's got that on the back of it. It's just me with a thumbs up. Just- I mean, really, they really need to start making, you know, the Denny's Grand Slam cards that you could yeah. turn and it would hologram card. Sure. The hologram, just you could create your own hologram cards. It's just, you know, screenshots from the image of the, the video that you got. I, I want to say that De- Denny's closed up here. Why not? Why? Why are we not making more hologram cards? And in, 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 in any time mm-hmm. to do hologram cards. Why Now's not the now? time. Yeah. Why not now? Anyway. Really, really, really. That's what we're missing. Yeah. The hologram cards is what we're missing. And the world will go back. Inflation will go back to normal. Gas prices will come down. That's what we're missing is hologram cards. Yes. Anyway. Can't prove me wrong. No, you can't. Uh, yeah. I got nothing else. Uh, Black Bear shout out. Good times, great memories. Uh, two commitments in the last three days. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's all. Johnny P. Mark with the C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcastmonsters.com. Hey, check us out on the internet at FOHS Radio, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, you can check us out also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show. Good times had by all. You guys have a good week. Watch all the hockey you can. It's on ESPN Plus. If you don't have ESPN Plus, what are you doing? Stop it. You're ruining your life. Call your mother. Um, She's going to send a 50-page text if you don't. Uh, You guys be good. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.